It's time for Two Sticks and a Stone. Always like fucking dope sniffers. Random. He came and it was the spider web all over the wall. <laughs> That's pretty good. I need an adult. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I'm supposed to be back That's what I'm saying is... I was born in 95. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> At that time, I'm home was fucking. I wonder when, if I could figure out like when my parents fucked. I just know I was an accident. So yeah, me too. Thanks, everybody, for coming back once again. Another episode of Two Sticks and a Stone. The three nerds that just love to sit in a room, talk shit, whether it's about you or somebody else. And when our spidey sense is tingling, if you rub us just the right way, you'll make our web shooters go off. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn. Oh, Kirk Felberg. You need to just laugh into the mic. It makes it even better. Well, I was trying not to interrupt you. I don't give a shit. I want to hear laughter. It'd be awesome. That was a good one. I liked it. I almost choked on my weed smoke. Oh, it's one of those oh. things. Um, I always like fucking dope sniffers. Randomly, oh, yeah. like if you say that, it just makes me think of this thing I saw. Um, when I was younger, when you first discover like Spencer's store, you remember when you yeah, were that age, yeah, you found Spencer's, and you're like, "Oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be." When I walked in, but I remember finding a card there, and it was definitely like a Spider-Man card, and it was like he came, and it was the spider web all over the wall. <laughs> That's pretty good. Spencer's is awesome because you walk in and you're like, "Oh, it's got some okay, cool shit." And then you walk to the back and you're like, "I, I need an adult. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I'm supposed to." Be well, that's what I'm saying is like, as like the first time you walk in there in like middle yeah. school, you walk in, you're like. There's something a little weird about this place, but there's some cool stuff. And then you get to the back, you're like, oh, oh. Well, and I'm trying to remember, I think of like, I don't think Spencer's will like that when I was in high school and junior high. I don't think they had all the fucking dildos and vibrators and shit like that. Uh, I mean, I don't think they had that. So when were you in high ago. school? Uh, 95 yeah, way to 99. Me. So yeah, maybe. I was thinking maybe like when I was in middle school, but I was like, yeah, you're still way too much, way I too think, old. I think you were like four. <laughs> I was born in 95. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I was just uh, discovering myself as a freshman in high school <laughs> and what I was trying to do in Los Angeles, California, and you were just being born. And now you're uh, podcasting with some sticks. Right? At that time, my mom was fucking... <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> something, something around there. Yeah. I was doing like because I'm I'm since my birthday's coming up soon and I'm turning 40, I was doing the math in my head of like, I wonder when if I could figure out like when my parents fucked. Like, <laughs> like I, not that I care, but I was like, I wonder Are if you I sure? Because it sounds like you care. So I, I just thought about it one day and I was like, oh my God, my mom gave my dad sex for his birthday. Because <laughs> it had to have been sometime during the month of May, and his birthday is May 17th. So undoubtedly, she probably laid him for his birthday, and then well, I was on the we way. We have a mutual person that we work with that says that they have the same birthday as their sibling, but it's like a different day, of like a different year, I guess is what I mean. Well, I would think so, unless yeah. they're twins. Well, they're not twins, <laughs> that's what I was trying to specify. But So that means that they're like the same time every year, and then I forget when it was, but they figured out. I think it was like either 
like the mom's birthday or something or Christmas. It was like a specific day every time. <laughs> yeah, so it might funny. have been New Year's. And that's, what, and that's what made me laugh is I couldn't just been like, oh, it was July, like whatever. It was, like I narrowed it down and I was like, oh, uh, like it was, it was probably pity sex for my dad's birthday. Oh, I've never looked into it that much. I just know I was an accident. So, yeah, me too. Uh, we'll start with you, Kirk. What have you been up to? Uh, just been again chugging along with the YouTube channel, which I finally sent you guys right before this started. So whenever you get the chance, um, you could be able to check it out. I'm switched around with my recording settings. I was saying I just wasn't quite fully satisfied with how it was going. Right. I was using a Nvidia Shadow Play, which is like hold up, name the podcast again for the listeners. Oh, the channel is Six IX spelt out. So like six and then IX MX. The reason being for Ronnie Mac, who is a dope character motocross rider that's fucking everybody loves. Is he also and, a dope uh, sniffer? <laughs> dude, honestly, I don't think so. I wish though. He drinks all this He's probably a professional athlete. His fucking helmet is a PBR can. Like it's like an actual <laughs> helmet, but it's styled like that. And then he has the uh So front what you're saying is he's classy. Yeah, classy. He is the front mouthpiece what'd cut you, off with an American Ronnie Mac. I'll look uh, i.e. at the end of Ronnie, but his face mask is cut off and he has like an American flag uh, bandana as like his face mask and then his goggles just say beer on the side of him and he wears like overalls and like <laughs> it's just whack. But uh, he's actual a professional writer that just like does this character, but his character became way more famous than he ever did. So he just kind of. Yeah, there we go. Number 69. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Anyway, so I've been trying along with that. I started using OBS to record my games now instead of NVIDIA Shadow Play. And uh, that's the way to go. Like, it takes way more, like, tweaking and kind of involvement to set it up. Mm -hmm. But it's fucking totally worth it. So now I'm, like, pretty satisfied with the way they are. Um, and then... Hence you sharing the channel with us, finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> um, but other than that, still been watching a little bit of The Walking Dead with Jade. We're, like, season... Actually, I don't even know what season is. Maybe you guys could tell me, but it's when they're at that dude's farm, like after Carl gets shot. For Anything the first time. after well, the first was, episode um, of season two, John, I stopped is watching. John Bernthal his best friend there still? Uh, like Shane? Yeah. That guy? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, Herschel's the, the, the old dude. Yeah, season two. Season two? Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's I just got to the season. part where they uh fucking like find the <clears throat> barn and open um, it up. Yeah, yeah and, like, and there's like a sh all the zombies. They're like, they're just sick we're gonna cure him and they're like yeah fuck no <laughs> so john barathol's in that the the guy who played punisher in the yeah Netflix he's series? only in the first spoiler two seasons oh, yeah he's my favorite punisher he does actually show up occasionally randomly but yeah he he's did such a good job yeah yeah i still need to watch the punisher actually Start with oh Daredevil. my god dude you know i was just re-listening to the dude. podcast because you had me like telling even just watch the episodes that have the punisher in it and then start watching punisher like it's so no, no, watch violent you would fucking love it no i'm i started it i got like three episodes deep and then i fell off but i should uh, it's on netflix right yeah i mean I was, like i said i was re-listening to the podcast like you asked and even there i was punisher came up Kirk's like i need to watch that show and again we're like watch daredevil first he's Wait, wait, like the show? Repeats. Like what? The show yeah, or the they movie? Watch the sh no, not the movie. The show. Okay. I said the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. The show. It, he shows up in season two, uh -huh. but the show is fucking worth watching no matter what. That's what I've heard. But it'll introduce it. So then when you watch the Punisher show, like, you know, the backstory. 
It's so All much right. better than that sack of shit movie. Oh yeah, so with much ben better. Affleck, I mean, it was fucking. Because that movie was PG thirteen, right? I'm pretty sure. There's also a rated R version, but well, yeah, it was the, one of my first theatricals. Uh, yeah, like PG thirteen movie. So I was like, it was cool. yeah, and it Edgy, was like a you know? dark atmosphere. I remember when I was little and kind yeah. of thought the same thing, but now I'm older and yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Bullseye. There is the great scene on the fucking air- airplane though, where he's really tired of the old lady snoring bullseye so he flicks the peanut and like gets in her throat so she chokes to death and yeah dies. like like Col- <laughs> colin farrell as bullseye i enjoyed yeah like i would have liked it to be much darker oh michael clark duncan too but i like it yeah yeah him as uh as kingpin, uh, kingpin was awesome until they had what's his fucking nuts do it in the series and i was like never mind vincent d'onofrio yeah dude, kingpin. He's, Holy he's got such a weird like it's he's, he's already got a uh, weird build anyway yeah, so not even the build it's awesome. his like it's like he's containing energy, but also he seems like he still thinks like a kid a little bit. It's really weird, but I really enjoy it. But they show like his flashback and it kind of makes sense with him, like how yeah. he is. But yeah, he's fucking awesome. And the fact that they kept bringing him back was really cool. How many seasons are there in Daredevil? I think there's three or four. Okay, that's not too but bad. But also like, so what happens is it's Daredevil season one and two, and then there's Jessica Jones and there's Luke Cage. I've seen a bit of Jessica Jones as well. Like Jessica Jones, I only watched the first season. I, th- I think I either watched the first season or maybe got halfway through. Honestly, I, I kind of fell off those Netflix shows. Like I thought Daredevil was fucking awesome. But then, like, I wasn't super into, like, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones nearly as much. I didn't watch any Luke Cage. I didn't watch any Jessica yeah. Jones. Daredevil all the way through. But Punisher see, but all see, the way I didn't, through. And then I didn't go back to Daredevil because I know then the Defenders happened. And then the next season of Daredevil was after the Defenders. So I didn't want to get all confused because I didn't keep up with all of it. I did watch two the two seasons that they released of Iron Fist. Yeah, and the second the season garbage. is badass. I heard the first one was bad. And though. I had friends that were doing stunt work in it. So I like be watching them be on scene on screen. Um, but the first one was it was rough. Like you could skip the first one if you already at least know somewhat of the story of who the Iron Fist is and just start from the second season. And it's the second season was wonderful. I don't know if it was a different director or what it was. The but yeah, better it was writing so probably because I heard it was just a bunch of fucking so business shit that nobody cared about. Like, Honestly, there was, you could like, probably just watch like action. A- you could probably watch like a recap on yeah, YouTube or something, like a yeah. good season one recap. But yeah, so haven't been up to much other than that. Still playing Dark Souls three. I'm now like frustrated though because it's really Dark fucking Souls. hard. Yeah, it's Dark Souls. <laughs> so I'm at the hard part. Well, the whole thing's the whole hard. Thing's the hard part. The whole thing's the hard part. But now I can really <laughs> tell shit's about to get real. So, but yeah, so just chugging away with that, and uh, pretty much all I've been up to practicing a little more vocals. Trying to get back into the swing of things, but how uh, long well, do we yeah. have, by the way, until you're no longer warmed up? Well, yeah, because you said you were warming up outside. Well, I'm saying just like getting consistent as far as like no, I mean like for us hearing your growls today, like can we keep talking or do we need to have you do that soon before your vocals oh, are oh, no, warmed I'm up? Good. Anymore? I just it's like it's like one of those things where you just kind of got to find it real quick, like. Every time you go to do like each day, almost, okay. you know, it's you're like, OK, wait. And then you kind of fuck around, like do a couple and then you're like, oh, that there it is. There it is. Like, that's the spot. OK, so I can pretty much do it whenever. And like I said, I will quickly go through the warm ups, too, just to show what I do and like some good ones. And that in itself will help a little bit just there. So and I've already warmed up. So well, do, do we wanna- do Do we want to do that at the end of this or wait till Janice Joplin sucks? I was going to say you could just do it now if you want. Could it's his little moment. Yeah, he was just talking. So yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, so um, to start off with the wall, well, first let me distinguish. So there's 
three types of vocals. Okay. Inhales. Forget about those. Don't ever try them. They're fucking retarded and ridiculous. <laughs> like, they're so goddamn easy and Your super, face. super like, like, dangerous like, you mean, to you mean, do. You mean the type of growling that's inhaling? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what you do is literally almost anybody can do it. Dude, it's so fucking easy. It takes no talent. <laughs> Like literally what you do, you inhale while like closing your vocal cords. And I just want to say, do not like necessarily try it because your vocal cords connect together like this to where they almost like point like they're facing, they're angled to like face out of your mouth. Right. But obviously when you're inhaling and closing them together, your vocal cords start to like bend the other way and you can literally rip your vocal cords like off of your throat. Like, like, like how did you learn about that from your voice coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's also like it's one of those kind of like people are kind of starting to not care again a little bit. But for a while there, it's one of those things where people would be like, oh, he's doing inhales. That's fucking retarded. Like they just give him no credit because A, it's easy. B, it's super dangerous. So you're saying it's even shunned by like the metal community. Yeah. Yeah. Like they fucking hate it. it. Okay. Yeah. Like there's a couple like one band that I fucking really enjoy, which I'll do for an album. Um he occasionally does inhales, but it's like for atmospheric sound. So that I kind of give it like a pass. Like it'd okay. be cooler to not do it with that. But anyway, so very damaging, very easy fuck inhales. Um, then there's fry screams. So fry screams is pretty much an inhale, except you're exhaling. It's the same thing. Close your vocal cords, but you're actually pushing out, which works out since they're angled that way. That's why okay. it's not dangerous. Um, and they're not like slapping together. Like if I just started yelling right now, like your vocal cords are just going to slap together. And that's what causes, you know, the inflammation. And then over time can cause like uh, the, those callus, the little vocal nodes and that, you know, you have to have surgery. Like so with screaming, since they're pushed so closely together, you're forcing air out of them and they're just kind of like vibrating. I wish I would have bought a fucking balloon, actually, because it's the perfect analogy. If you take a balloon, blow it up, and then can, you like... I can let, picture what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah, and you like just let the air go out, and it's like... Right. That's like a false chord scream, and all the air is coming out, which I'll get into after the fry scream. But if you grab the balloon and do that super annoying noise where you squeeze the top and like stretch it, and it's like... That essentially is exactly what your vocal cords are doing. So usually fry screams, when you hear someone like do a really long like scream if it's a fry scream like people are like oh my god that's really no it's not impressive it's not that impressive like you reserve (laughs) so much air doing a lot like a fry scream if someone's doing a false chord scream that long that's what that's impressive so and again i'll get into these differences when i actually do it um but so those are so fry screams and then false chord that one's closer to like Mongolian throat singing where it's like that gurgle like in the back yeah, of the I know throat. What that is. So yeah. imagine doing that, except instead of being relaxed when you do it, you're pushing a bunch of air from your diaphragm to your false chords. Like you you can do them other ways to where you can control your false false chords more, but that takes like a lot of practice and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um as long as you're just pushing from your diaphor- diaphragm and all the vocal your false chord folds are like flapping and it's not your vocal cords like you're doing it good it's probably one of the safer screams too because it doesn't involve your vocal cords at all Hmm. um so that's one other thing to keep in mind too is you know your scream properly if you can't match it up to any note like obviously you can get similar but you're that's so many different types of note like you can't like you know when people sing and they have a keyboard they're like oh and they hit it and they're like right whatever like you can't do that with a scream because it's not an actual note. It's a false note. 
because okay. it's just so many notes that comprise of it. But anyway, so to get that out of the way, I don't necessarily know the best warm up to do with false chords since it doesn't involve your vocal co- chords. But good ones you can do are always like practicing like breathing. So when I talk about using your diaphragm, the easiest way to think about it is if I take a normal breath like this and like and you see my lungs fill up and my shoulders go up or whatnot. I'm not using my diaphragm. That's my lungs. Right. So you want when you're breathing from your diaphragm, you'll feel your diaphragms fill up. And that's one distinguished. Yeah. When you see the stomach thing. moving. Yeah. So right. a lot of people, when you watch just tutorials on YouTube, um, they'll be like, you know, what you need to do is just take a breath and make sure just your stomach puffs out like and like that definitely helps you get there. But that's really not it more. You just want to feel your diaphragm, which is above your stomach, expand and kind of like like I when I breathe, you'll see me do this a lot. I go beneath my rib cage and I take a breath like so I can feel the sides coming out mm-hmm. because then I know it's actually my diaphragm that's, you know, being used as opposed to me just filling my stomach with air, which, again, will get you to where you kind of need to be. But it's like there's a nuance there. Um, oh, but not just for contraceptive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the diaphragm can be used for other things. <laughs> yeah. So. um now that we got that loosely out of the way, I guess uh, I'm trying not to go like too in depth, but uh, fry screaming or what I like to do is warm ups, which again benefits fry screaming the most is the first one is honestly just kind of like humming a little bit and making that like fry vocal sound where you're like, ah, uh, like that and like mm-hmm. humming and like, mm, like just that and getting your vocal cords together and making that noise Uh just do a little bit of that um that's like the very first thing i do and then the next thing you can do to work on controlling your actual vocal cord like muscles is um go through like every vowel so like a e i o u but do it like a a like make sure you're really cutting it off like abruptly not Mm -hmm. like a like that because then it's just, uh, but you want it to like, you know, you want to make sure you're getting like force you in between. Be abrupt. Yeah. Yeah. So like a, 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 oh, oh, oh. And just go through the rest, whole thing. Rest. <laughs> yeah. Sibilance. Sibilance. <laughs> but um, anyway, so that one is real. That's probably like the biggest one as far as fry screaming goes. That one is the one that will teach you exactly what muscle is controlling your vocal cords because it's pretty fucking hard to tell if you're using your vocal cords or not because you can't see them you know right and you're not supposed to get much of a visual representation from your throat because you're not really using your throat it's just your vocal cords so um that one is really good and then the next one that i do before actually screaming is called the lip roll and it's funny because i actually heard nikki glazer bring this up on joe's podcast one of the time she was like hey i have a vocal vocal coach since we do comedy like we use our voice and she talked about the exact warm-up i'm about to but it's called the uh lip roll and it almost lubricates your vocal cords so what you do is you kind of go like with your lips Mm -hmm. but then make a note with it and you can go like either higher or lower so kind of like And you have it and it what it does is it lowers your soft palate. It sounds fucking goofy. That's the one that's annoying though. No, I was like saying it's was, obnoxious. Yeah. Like that's the one that's annoying because it's also the one that you use if you want to go higher. 
So you do it really loudly and like it as high as you can go while doing that. And it's super fucking loud. It sounds like you're about to do an impression of like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Something like <laughs> really? That. Never seen it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's a good one. I know. I need to. But uh, so, yeah, do that. And I'll just do that a couple times and I'll go like high and low. So like, and I'll just like fuck with that and go up and down for a while. How does it lubricate the vocal cords, though? Like. I don't like know physically speaking the exact like science behind it, but when you get up, especially to those higher notes, like I can feel that my vocal cords are cl- vocal cords are close together and almost doing what you want for a fry scream, sort of just with less power. It's almost like they're like bare. Like this is what it feels like. Again, I can't like tell you because I can't actually see them, but it, to me, it feels like they're close together, kind of vibrating. Because like the higher you go, like the like i can tell that they're like <laughs> like you know i don't know oh, it's hard awesome. to explain it's hard yeah it's hard to no, explain no, you're but fine. like you're fine so just doing that instead of like full-on pushing them together and just screaming right off the bat like you're, you're just you know warming them up again and so do you go once a week do i go what you, do you mean it's a vocal virtual coach. oh so i've it's been virtual, doing yeah, it but do you do like i just because i'm broke right now i've been doing it like once a month how much it, are they uh it's like if you do it just a single class, it's like a hundred bucks a class uh-huh. for an hour. Um, but Oof. you can buy them at what? That's a lot. Oh, dude, I know it's sick. Actually, I've been really thinking about vocal coaches because like, for example, something with guitar, you can find cheap classes because so many people do it. There's not that many screamers, so they can pretty much charge what they want. And does this person that you see, like, do they teach all different kinds of singing or are they oh, specialize yeah. just in like? Well, he does have his special. So screams and he only does false chord um but a lot of the stuff still you know because mainly what you're working on is if you got the sound down you're manipulating your mouth and your tongue the other stuff is you know it's relatively similar similar so um and in the breathing techniques but yeah so he only specializes like that and he's into i'll say i'll actually send you one of his songs uh he just got signed to a label but um operatic singing so it's like he does like half like really heavy disgusting like vocals and then the other half is super clean like operatic like and their songs are always named like random Bruce Dickinson shit kind of shit uh singer for iron maiden yeah i mean I, i'm not as familiar no like way more like i don't know i'll send you something for an example yeah, then his bar na- his band name's kardashev uh shout out but and, and he you can get a chance one. just because I'm curious the next time you meet with him, like, I don't want to like waste your time because you're like paying for the lessons, but ask him what it actually physically does to the vocal cords and why it's lubricating it. Cause I'm just curious. Okay. Yeah. When I mean, I'll those, totally when, ask When him. you do that lip rolling, like, I'm just curious. I'm like, does it send saliva back? Does it like, yeah, you know I what think I, mean? I like, like, and that's the other thing to, too. I, I or definitely just warm them up. I'm just curious. That's I all. think it does. Yeah. I have something to do with your saliva, but, um, so let's hear it. So Yeah. Well, well, I guess we'll get into tell it. Tell us yeah. what you're going to say or scream. Yeah, I guess. so um, I'm going to start <laughs> off with... Because once he screams it, we won't understand it. Well, I'm, I'm probably not going to say anything. I'll probably just do the sound and like the manipulations. But so I'm going to start off with false chord because that's the first one I've learned. Sure. Um, And personally, I think it's the easiest one to learn. Like everyone okay. will kind of tend to lean towards one. But that one legit, like the way I learned it is just sigh as aggressively as possible. So just start sighing and you just go like... <sighs> those are your false chords okay so then when you get that sound you can apply the air from your diaphragm and then that like 
just rattle kind of turns into like a like that. So (laughs) awesome. Yeah. And then, um, so that's false chord. I like the face that you have to make to do it is also awesome. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's pretty funny. It's like, like watching someone shave. Cause they're like, <laughs> dude, it, make it real. Faces, there's a couple awesome. of vocalists where you watch them screaming and they'll do weird shit. They'll like hold the microphone like this and they'll be like, ah, 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 like with their tongue to the side. Just like, it's, it looks so goofy, but like, obviously it, it works. It's done, fucking, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like, sick. But yeah. uh, yeah, so that's the main sound. Okay, so and that's, then that's a false chord. That's a false chord scream. And then fry scream is, the most recent one I learned. So just to, you know, bullet for my Valentine, that's all fry screams. I was just going to ask yeah. what that is being that we're yeah. going over that today. 100% fry screams. Most of like the metal core genre you'll hear will be fry screams. Um, it's all, it's like weird to me if I hear a metal core band that has false chords in it, like that's usually how uncommon it is, but the fry scream. So again, this one's like a little harder. This is the one where I really have to like, cause it's like new to me, but that one, um, so what you can start off also to get find your uh, your sweet spot, I guess, is it literally is what I was talking about before, like that valley girl talk, like that vocal fry like this, like it's that. Uh. So literally what you're doing is you're doing that, uh, but you're pushing really hard from your diaphragm and squeezing your vocal cords together. So that uh, t- turns into like a. Yeah, you roll. And then. From there, like you can manipulate it and make it higher to like a My and like probably like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean, Where's my yeah. cat? They're sacrificing something up there. But so that's like the basics of like the fry scream. And like that's another common misconception is like false chords, you have to hit a certain decibel to engage your false chords, kind uh-huh. of like fry screams are not supposed to be loud. Like, honestly, if you hear some people scream where it's like no mic, nothing, like it literally is like a, yeah, like it's like super quiet, but it's like, oh, it's fine as okay. long as you're safely doing it. Like, it's why you have a microphone. But like, obviously, if I wanted to, I could go loud. But at that point, you're just putting too much effort into it. Like, it's supposed to be efficient. Like, that's the whole point. Okay. So, yeah, when you hear like someone any breathing for singing, like you're supposed yeah, to, you want to be like efficient. So like that's why I was saying too. Like I like the fry scream because of how efficient you can be. Like someone can hold out a fry scream and be like, yo, <laughs> like you can just keep going. It's not that impressive. Like, and I'm new to like fry screaming. Well, you're saying it's not impressive, but I can't fucking do it. Yeah. So anytime I see well, someone have a skill set that I can't do, I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Like they worked it. I'm just saying false chord is way more impressive if you, if you hear that done out. But um, right on. So then like just a little tweak onto that to, to end it out is this is where the fun part comes in. And this is the main reason why some of the screamers I'm like, like, yeah, they can scream. I'm just not a fan of it. because They don't do any of the fun stuff because like I can scream with a fry scream and then or I could do a guttural. So it's more of a. <laughs> like that wet sounds sound painful. like it sounds like a yeah, toilet bowl like i love that sound and if you do it just right you can even make it almost sound like a false chord to where it's like not as staticky it's more like i don't know it's weird and like tunnel throw is probably my favorite one because it sounds kind of like a fucking zombie when you do it and like shadow of intent does it a lot um but that one is like a yeah 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 <laughs> 
like, like a, a it's monster cat. I like that one. And then right? uh, also another fun one, which I know people fucking hate, but dude, pig squeals. Oh. Pig squeals are so good. This one I am the worst at, but it's pretty much like a guttural. So I might go from a guttural into a pig squeal because okay. with a guttural, what you do, I probably should explain how you do these, but guttural, you take your tongue and put it up like to on the, the tip, roof of your mouth. Yeah, like right behind your teeth. That's a guttural. So that's just <laughs> that's just that's just a guttural. It's supposed to sound like a fucking toilet bowl flushing. <laughs> um, and then to do a pig squeal, you do the same exact thing, but then curl it back. So it's kind of like sense. that. So you go. <laughs> and that's a pig squeal. And like you can really oh, like if shit. I had more time to like fuck around with screaming, like sure. I can get them like you know, definitely better than they were. But like, so that's where the fun comes in. And like, that's why I, sometimes I don't really enjoy it because it's just not fun. Like they're just doing like screams. In and metalcore, like, you mean? Yeah. Well, not even necessarily metalcore. There's even metal bands that do this where they just have that consistent scream. And like, it's good. It's solid. But like, there's no fun in that. Almost kind of like if you were to hear like a guitar part where it's just, you know, the same fucking riff, maybe like, mean like in blues when he was talking about the pew, pew, pew. Yeah, like it might even be like kind of one of those things. Like it's just it's fun to fuck around with that. And like you can say E as a scream, or you could do a pig squeal as an E, right? And that right. just adds a different dynamic I think to that the entire thing. It just depends like how heavy you want it to be, too. That's true, but like, <laughs> you know, it's just fun. Like I like right. it. Like that's why I like Shadow of Intent because like it shows that metal core of like a lot of metalcore i'm trying not to like generalize here because like i don't listen to a lot of metalcore so there could be people like you haven't checked out them or them mm -hmm. but like that's fair but since shadow of intent their guitarist is a metal like came from a metalcore band they have that kind of sound to them and it shows that you can still have fun with it and he just goes a lot heavier with it but you don't have to you know mm -hmm. you can still just add that dynamic just that little bit of flavor so well and like you with pig squeals like some of these bands too might just decide that like they try a bunch of them and they're like i can't fucking do that like i can only do this one and yeah. so they just stick to that and that just ends up being their thing rather than like like I they mean, know it's fun to go out but they might not even be able to like do it that's true but then it makes it seem like they don't want to be a better vocalist like honestly like why <laughs> not just learn how to do all this like that like I was very upset with how long it took me to learn fry screams. Like it was fucking hard for me. And so I was thinking about just sticking to false chord or whatnot. But like at a certain point, I'm like, I know the best vocalists do both. You mm -hmm. know, like I really want to learn to do both because obviously you can get low with a fry scream, but it's not going to sound the same low as a false chord. The false chord is always just going to sound that much wetter and lower because it already has those overtones like so if you really want to give the dynamic to like a breakdown, start with that. Like I have a breakdown. Like I'll show you after the podcast, but mm -hmm. I wrote like a little breakdown section with Matt and um, it, I start off in a fry scream and really high. So that way when the breakdown comes, I slowly go from like high middle and then I bring it down to a low, but the low is a false chord. So it sounds that much lower. You know what I mean? Just to give it that extra like dynamic, which okay. is what I appreciate. But so, yeah, that's kind of like what you need to know about screaming. I think I covered the basics. I have and, a quick uh, question. Um, when we were talking about like, they use like the same scream, mostly like fry screaming and metalcore and stuff. Yeah. Um, is fry screaming like the clearest? It, yeah, you can make 
false chord fairly clear, but it will always be like slightly sloppier. And that's why I said I like fries creams as well, because when you do the fun stuff like gutturals, like you notice I didn't do it with false chord. It's because you can really change the tonality with fry scream. Like you, it's almost like hmm. you exactly have like and your gonna, finger on I the dial. Maybe that's why it pops up so much because like they can make it a more like understandable scream. That's so I mean, general that, people will like it more. Yeah, no, that would totally make sense. I do. There are. Okay. I'm going to, there's a couple bands that I will recommend that do really clean false chords that are easy to understand. But then I realized that's relative because you guys don't listen to metal yeah. that much. But <laughs> right. as far as metal goes, like it's still pretty easy to understand. It's just hard. I feel like it's a little harder to get there with false chord because it takes more. But like, I totally want to learn how to like Mongolian throat sing. Like one of my favorite vocalists, like he literally, like one of his warm ups is he literally does like Mongolian throat singing and stuff to get those false chords just, you know, going and relaxed and then gets into it. He's, do, you, do you ever just listen to the who? Like, but H U is spelled wait the H U yeah like oh the, the Mongolian th- yeah yeah I have listened to them they're pretty sick like it's not my style of metal but it's same like, it, like I have them like, just in my delivery playlist yeah so they just show up and I'm like oh yeah this is cool for now yeah and then no. it's gone and they'll show up again later but um it's <laughs> a really cool like different thing that just happens but yeah I thought like, I maybe you could it. like throw on those albums like occasionally if you just want to concentrate on that maybe you can work on it more <laughs> yeah no for that's sure all they do yeah no it's <laughs> sick I like I enjoy the dynamic and that's the thing is like I'm fine with whatever people are really doing in songs no matter how fucking weird it is just because it's different like I'm down for different shit like until it's bad yeah, and then yeah, there's definitely there is a threshold, but that's the thing that like is nice. Like how I said before, deathcore is one of those like metal genres that people just shit on, and it's totally fine because ninety percent of it sucks ass. <laughs> but it is so experimental with the vocals, which is why I enjoy like some of it. Like there's still really bad deathcore, like one hundred percent that sucks, but just the vocal style is so dynamic in it because it's fucking you know everybody's Mm -hmm. trying weird shit and a lot of it sucks yeah (laughs) but you know i'm always down for that cool Cool. well thank you for your demonstration yeah there you have it folks we don't just talk about nerd shit you just got a lesson in screaming so yeah Yeah. that's cool so what are you looking up to jeremy (laughs) oh same shit school school fucking um i started reading um i didn't get a chance to watch watch uh rogue one yet god damn it um i was gonna try to do it last night but homework just took it was just way too i was really hoping you would last night and um well i thought i was gonna be able to get through um a project i was working on that i think i was i was hoping it only took like eight to ten uh, lines of code and it took like 25 so it just took way more time <laughs> mm. so it just took more time so i didn't get a chance to do it i started reading this week um um uh fuck batman city of owls oh it's good mm-hmm. so i started reading that because i watched a court of owls oh you haven't, but have I haven't you read, read, read city of owls yet you read Court of Owls? Yeah. Oh, I have you, you said you watched. I didn't know if you read it. Oh, yeah. Um, I have. Yeah, I have uh the the Court of yeah. Owls. I just haven't read Court that. Owl, one City yet, of so. Owls is really good too. And those all those are the two before Death of the Family. And then I also read through um uh Dark Victory, which I want to suggest as what a is that? as a series. It's the very next series that shows you everything that happens directly after the long Halloween. Oh, that's it's, cool. It's the a next immediate series after that's called Dark Victory. Um, hmm. And it's like another 13 issues. It's not on Unlimited, unfortunately. So yeah. I was reading the issues like individually. Um, but City of Owls is on Unlimited, which is nice. So, cool. yeah, that's all I've been doing. Nice. Did you talk about how you're doing? No, I haven't, but not much. Uh, watching comic book men still. Just 
laughing. Um, Allie and I watched <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, though. Ooh, yeah. Um, the yeah. only other Kevin Smith movie she'd seen is Clerks, so I had to like tell her when something was happening. But like, she understood in the beginning when they're in the gas station, and she was like, "Wait, is this taking place during?" And then more kept happening. She's like, "Okay, they're just referencing everything. Got right. it." But like, I even forgot about some parts in that movie, like when they go to see their friend played by Ben Affleck, and they're talking about Ben Affleck's acting, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, who would want to go see a movie about Jay and Silent Bob? They're like, look at the screen. <laughs> right? I love that. I love Will Ferrell in that movie. Yeah, Will He's fucking great. awesome. Well, also that they got um, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill in it. Uh, if only they got Harrison, dude. That would have been amazing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they got uh they got Val Kilmer in there too, right? Uh, I can't remember. They had so many cameos. I know George Carlin's in it too. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Who Val, Val Kilmer? Fucking, I can't wait to hear what her reaction is of seeing Clerks too, because that one is just so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Ali and I watched it, and we both kind of have the same feeling. Like sometimes Jay is just too much with the sexual shit. Like <laughs> especially nowadays, it's like really uncomfortable. <laughs> For me, it's never enough. Like every time uh, I see it, it's like it never pushes a, a line for me. I'm like, oh, this is yeah, so funny. For me, it's a bit much, but like a lot of like Bob's faces make up for it. Like, <laughs> dude, I'll have to admit, Jane Sly and Bob Strike Back is the only thing I've seen by them. Oh, really? Like, I have so everything it's only else. Skew that you've seen, dude. I have literally everything else on my movie list. I have like Clerks, Dogma, like like Dogma's all, great. Yeah, I have like all those ones, and I just haven't gone around to watching them and so like that's one of those ones in the back of my mind where i'm like i need to make a fucking night of that and watch it just get fucking high as shit and just watch yeah clerks too is yeah. so fucking good so so hilarious yeah but i, I love uh, i've only seen it the one time but i fucking loved mall rats mall rats i have on there like oh, i said so fucking. good have you seen uh science of the lambs yes okay so there's a part in Clerks 2 where jay does a buffalo bill impression like does the talk <laughs> and everything it's fucking Awesome. Nice. I've only seen a lot. A lot of these so I've only good. seen once, so I've only saw that one once. Uh, I've seen Chasing Amy once, and I just got Chasing Amy, so we'll watch that one soon. Ooh, can I borrow that one? That one's also on my list. <laughs> I have like I have a three pack of Clerks, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and Chasing Amy. Oh shit! So, yeah, yeah, Chasing Amy is wonderful. Yeah, it is. Let good. me watch Predator first, though. Yeah, fucking do that. Mall Rats. Mall Rats is good. Yeah, yeah like, Rats is so fucking so funny. Um, but yeah, that's really all I've been doing. I haven't just working. Uh, Allie and I were. A little sick, not COVID, <laughs> on like Wednesday and Thursday a bit. Like, like my niece just gave us a little something. We just had sore throats, but I looked it up and didn't seem like COVID. It's yeah, pretty, I mean, as long as you thing. don't have like a fever, that's like yeah, the one it, big it, well, fucking they said sign. That, it's like, like it's like not super common to have a sore throat in it, and also you need to have like more symptoms to even get tested. You needed more than one. And that was all we had. So that's why Jeremy told me to lie. <laughs> yep you want to get tested all you gotta do is just be like yeah no i've got like 17 of them and then and then they, uh, yeah yeah that way you can at least get yeah, tested. but it was also Wait, so they, minor it was like not even like a bad sore throat but like you know like the beginning of a cold sore throat and yeah. i was like i only worked a night it shift could have just day. been like drainage yeah, yeah actually my yeah. it's being cold or something well no my mom got it too and we went and saw my family for my dad's birthday like i said last week and my niece was there and she's like three Right. So kids carry fucking a million things. Fucking kids. <laughs> fucking so kids, she got yeah. it and then we got it. But like and all for all three of us, it was super minor and like they might have changed that though, because I definitely put one symptom when I went. I was just like, Yeah, I have Yeah, headache. I think they did because so many people were fucking going. I realized when I was at work over the weekend that I don't love kids nearly as much as I used to. Like I love my own kids and I'm okay with other people's kids, but strangers' kids, especially if they're really 
ill-disciplined. Yeah, that. Those oh my god. Yeah. yeah, no. I can't stand. Like I was, I, I, I brought the food to someone's house, and this little kid came outside. I think it was Saturday, and this little kid came outside and started pulling on my shirt. I, I hate was when like, they hey, do that. hey, hey, you're bringing me food. You're bringing me food. And his mom was just like, honey, like, yeah, blah, when they blah. don't do I'm anything, like, get over really? here and smack your fucking kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. why, why are you fucking letting him do this shit to a yeah, stranger? It's annoying. So yeah. then oh he kept chasing me out to my car. Really? And wow. he was like, hey, guy, hey, guy. And I was like, hey, don't run into the street. Like, because he was going to run to the street. So I stopped him. I was like, don't run the street. He's like, but I was on the trampoline. I was like, cool. Next time, try jumping off the house onto the trampoline. And then got <laughs> into my car. It's like, get the fuck away from me. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and she was just, the mom was just like, oh, sorry, I'm a failed parent. You're like, that's not cute. I yeah, they always do it all yeah. cute. Like, yeah. you're like, that's not fucking cute. Yeah. You're horrible. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Jimmy. What's wrong? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. Take care of your kids. Teach them some manners. Discipline your kids, people. Yeah. Uh, and but yeah, you won't have random delivery drivers telling them to jump off a house onto a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I really want to Kids bounce. We haven't even they watched. Do. We haven't watched much TV at all this week, so or done much. But, but yeah, same with yeah. me. Um, uh, comic book men. You know, that's yeah. that's my go-to. Especially same in the right background while I'm doing homework and shit. Yeah, it's so, yeah. A good to just have on real quick. Word. I've been nutting over a super cross, but nobody cares. So <laughs> that's myself. <laughs> no one I can talk about. No one at work. No one. <laughs> nobody fucking watches it. It sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. Well, uh, then let's move on to our comic book section led by Jeremy Shaw. Woo! So this uh, week, uh, Kirk was supposed to start Injustice. Yes, so I've got up to book seven unintentionally. Uh, I read like the night before last night. I was like, I'm going to read four tonight. I'm going to read five tomorrow. And then I read seven and then I ended up doing shrooms yesterday. So I didn't read any. But <laughs> I still read a lot like that was dude, it's fucking good. You weren't like, like, like right? I really dig it. It's it's a good read. Well, like, so what's happened up till seven? So up till seven. Um Okay, good. Damn it, I we totally... need to give audience a little rundown of what injustice is. I apologize, we're ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, so basically, injustice takes place before the video game series that's come out. Um, All right, how about I'll give the rundown and you correct me if I miss anything. Sure, so you can kind works. of yeah. see where I'm at. So yeah, like Jeremy kind of said last episode. So Superman fucking accidentally kills his wife and his child. And uh Oh, I just remembered what kind of just happened. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he does start to go fucking haywire, but like not necessarily in a bad way, but still you, a bad way. You see what he's saying, but you're like, yeah, you're a little off. Yeah, because he the, starts policing the entire world, which as soon as he did that, I thought of Team America like immediately. Right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he starts policing the world, but not only that, like murdering people. Well, like Killing. fucking them up, yeah. at least because he. Kills Joker. He kills people. He's yeah. yeah. And then the one part. This is the thing too. As I do like that, it is pretty fucking dark. Having this like image already in my head of like the DC universe not being too dark, except the for like DC Batman. You know, super dark. What are you it, talking dude, about? They're darker than Marvel. But yeah, but like, I just wait. always had that like you know. It's kind of like what me and Jeremy said. Uh, we just had that picture of like the goody two shoes, oh, like no, Superman. No, no, no. Yeah, you always like, had this uh, yeah. thing super, of like Superman nah, goes with thing. apple pie, goes with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the whole cliche is that DC's the dark one. 
But the because th- when it kind of hit me, like obviously he killed the Joker, and I was like, "Damn, son!" And then he fucks up that one wannabe like superhero. Yeah, yeah. yeah Don't spoil or, the whole book. Just give a rundown real quick, dude. No, fuck. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so <laughs> fucked up. Like what? that was sweet. He like Why it literally you fucked up, dude. Shit so literally, much? Flash is standing there and just he's like, I immediately knew he was paralyzed as soon as his like back snapped or whatever. And then he goes to the room and just sees that like. All of them are his fucking idols. That's all they want to be. And he just got fucked up by one of them. Like, that was awesome. Like, that was, yeah, that was so good. It was a good story arc to write in there. Of like, like, especially for Flash. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that was really good. Did you good. get to the chess game yet? So I haven't got to the chess game. So. Okay, okay, keep going. That's after book seven, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, have to keep so doing Superman, the rundown. Keep doing the rundown. Yeah, so Superman starts to go hay- haywire. And uh, Policing the world. everybody's kind of like starting to like take sides a little bit at the point I'm at and then with Batman. Yeah. With Batman, Batman and Superman and Superman and uh, Robin pulls some shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should spoil that, but that was pretty fucked up. And uh, yeah, that's pretty close to where I'm at. I'm pretty sure. So right after that, like, yeah, pretty much like right after that, like, okay, the whole prison fight. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Basically, everybody. Oh yeah. I'll say the thing too is I actually like, enjoy harley in this one yeah harley quinn is a great character in this yeah like because i don't know i mean it could have been the whole suicide squad and the fucking harley quinn boom where everybody was doing it like maybe i just put it like a sour taste in my mouth because it was just like i don't know like this is kind of fucking lame like oh whatever but harley's like seems like legit i think she does better when joker's not around (laughs) yeah i don't know she's she's like actually kind of funny in this one yeah she's like a comic relief along with um green arrow yeah. Um, yeah. The basic rundown, like you said, is Superman is tricked into killing his wife and he decides to police the world. And Batman's not okay with it. So the Justice League is split. And yeah. basically, Batman's team is now considered like a terrorist group. Yeah. And then Bat- or Superman is policing everybody. So. Yeah, keep it up. It's oh, and the part with Cyborg was sick. What Batman did with and the, the, the bug. yeah, that was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, and he found out like the day he met him was when he put it Dude. in there. Like, uh, and who was it? Fuck, Batman's I'm, such a fucking badass. I'm not up to snuff again on my like lore, but who was it in the in the prison when he finds that out? And then even the villain in the prison was like, "Man, that's evil." Who was that? The fucking lizard guy. Oh, Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Yeah, literally Killer Croc. When they find that out right then when he gets like shocked, he's like, Man, that's that's pretty evil. Like that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so definitely digging that. You're you're definitely right. Like right on. It's a fuck dude. It's, I fucking love that book. And it's like a really easy read. Maybe yeah, I'm getting more easy. used to like the comic books, but it is yeah. an easier read too. And but, it's but also it's such a page turner. Like you're just like, holy shit, shit just happened. More shit just happened. Yeah. Oh god. Definitely enjoying it. Like, yeah, I'll definitely have that done by next week for sure. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Did you start reading Red Sun? Yeah, I'm about halfway through. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you on Wednesday. I was giving Allie all the time to read it, but she never got to. She was trying to finish her book, and she just finished her book yesterday. Oh, nice. She's a slower reader than I am. Um, so I'm reading it right now, about halfway through. Um, I just got past the first Bizarro. I don't know if there's more, but the, like the very first. What do you one. think so far? Uh, it's really interesting. Um, I and like you said last week when we were talking about how he's got all the communist ideals but he's still superman like he still gives a shit about other people and stuff yeah yeah it's really cool i'm, I'm really enjoying it and I've, i haven't gotten to batman yet but i've gotten like the foreshadowing of him when he's a kid 
I was like, that that's who that fucker is. And he has a way more brutal fucking childhood than Bruce Wayne does. Right. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that one's that I'm, impre- I'm really interested to see the new Batman in this comic, but yeah, I'm going to keep reading it and I'll get, like I said, I'll get it to you on Wednesday just so you can get through it. But it's, Super cool so far. I'm really excited about it. So we'll talk more about Injustice next week and then probably Red Sun the week after once I because then he'll have a week to. Yeah, I mean, it depends how he does it, because I know he likes to read them a lot closer to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, regardless, I can assure you I will be done with Injustice, Injustice. at least by next week. Like, OK, because if we can't if we want to do that, then I can just push it, give it to Ali while you another yeah, week if you want to wait. That's totally fine. I was, yeah, because I was just thinking like I was probably going to read half for like this week and then half of Injustice for next week. And like I said, I probably would have read a lot more if I wouldn't have done shrooms yesterday. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dude, it's super good. That's, that's a comic. Like when people like want to start reading comics, I'm like this one. Yeah, this one's got it all. <laughs> like, and it's it, very like, good. you have moments where you're like, want to cry for characters because you have like a real emotional hit. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Like how you're saying, like the story arc with Flash, like. So I've never watched anything Flash related because it just Flash is one of those characters. I'm like, that's fucking gay. Honestly. No, Flash yeah. is awesome. But <laughs> but I will say for Injustice, I was like, oh, Flash seems like a chill dude. Flash uh, is awesome. This, this Barry Allen's the this best. This cool. Dude. Yeah. Uh, um, have so. you, has shit gone down with Green Lantern yet? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, dude. There's some fucked up shit that goes down with Green Lantern. Jeremy, you remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, I don't... I don't You'll know it. You'll know it. You'll oh, wait. It. When Superman... Nope, t- no. It involves Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner. You'll have to decide for who those are. Wait, Jordan, you said Green Lantern, right? Hal Jordan is the main yeah. Green Lantern right now, Uh-huh. but there's three Green Lanterns on Earth that are human. There's Hal okay. Jordan, I think it's John Stewart. No, John Stewart. Is it John Stewart? Do you know his name? John something. He's the black guy that's the Green Lantern. He's right, in the okay. animated TV show. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with the Green Lantern. And then Guy Gardner. And there's actually even a fourth one, I think. I can't remember his name. I just but remember how Guy Gardner is known as like the asshole. Okay. <laughs> and so, and uh, Hal Jordan's the main Green Lantern that everybody knows. Because I think maybe the last thing that might have happened, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, is Superman steals his fucking ring. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. There's okay. way more that happens. Way later. more than happened. Okay. That's yeah. so yeah. yeah, there's just some shit between Hal Jordan, the one that you just mentioned, and Guy Gardner showing up later. And like you'll get to a point where like Guy Gardner shows up like as the, the main page okay. of it, and you'll be like, okay. That makes sense. There's some shit that's going down with him, and you and it haunts like the entire book. Like into injustice too it still pops up yeah okay so yeah it's pretty cool and you'll like it i'm down um sweet but yeah i'm glad you're enjoying it like ali says every time we talk about it on the podcast she wants to start reading it again because she never finished it and how far did she get you know i think she got to book two or three um year two or three okay but yeah i think there's five years yeah no it's definitely really fucking good yeah (laughs) it goes on for a while too so yeah um jeremy is there any uh, comic book news this week there is. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, is there? So, um, what I decided to do, and we'll see how this works, is I did look up some comic book news. And then on top of that, um, I figured I'd also like kind of keep track on what new um, like toys are coming out, uh, like statues. Dildos. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dildos too. Sure. <laughs> I'll keep on those if you want me to. You all heard it here first. Uh, Liam wants me to keep track of the dildos. Well, you just have to specify what toys you're talking here. So, um, <laughs> well, we're on comic books. So, 
Uh, it was your own imagination, sir, that took you off into the land of dildos. Real quick, so, though. Do you remember <laughs> P. Murph manager that we had? Which one? The, the, the original. The original. I don't know what that means. All right, we can bleep this out, but Andrew... Do you remember him? He fucking yes, showed me a website. You had to say guy or girl. That's all you had to fucking Oh, yeah, tell I me. guess so. But uh, anyway, fucking he showed me a website and they have every animal you can think of, like with a dildo, actual size, dimensions, I'm not everything. surprised. Yeah, I was like, what? People are fuck? fucking weird. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, the, the horse one is fucking so massive. It's just really like pretty skinny. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, dude, it's so weird. I've fucking can't get it out of my head <laughs> i imagine the people that want to buy them can't get it out of their head either you'd probably reach their head honestly <laughs> so first of all i keep forgetting it's if i can talk about this so um, i'll bring this up right away that first of all this section of the podcast is brought to you by heroes and horrors which is a local comic book shop out in windsor um, on 1215 Main Street, ran by a friend of ours named Nick. Head down there if you want to do your pull lists, um, buy any kind of games that you have. If you're one of those uh, fucking weirdos that plays magic and shit, you could go down there and get I that, some of that stuff okay. as well. Yeah, see, <laughs> there, there you go. Um, so, yes. And so for those of you, if you want to hear it again, heroes and horrors. I didn't say heroes and whores. Heroes and horrors is actually what I said. Although that would be kind of neat, though. I was just thinking that I was like, like gates of attraction. You like go down to your local complex shop, and they're like the usual, Mister Liam, and you're like, yes, please, and they're like, ah, yes, the the next the next injustice book with some pee pee kisses. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like a blonde or brunette this time? Oh God! Surprise me, Jeeves. Like. Did we distinguish what state we were in? Because yeah. <laughs> it is Colorado, by the way. Windsor, Colorado is where it's yeah. located. Right? Yeah. So it is in Windsor, Colorado. So um, so drive from California out to here to get your comic books in Windsor. That's right. Yes. That's right. If Please you're in do. northern Colorado, then um, that would be the place that we recommend that you go. So as far as uh, the only thing that I saw that I think would even maybe interest anybody at this table in the slightest was you guys familiar with hot toys yeah that's what okay. my um my grogu downstairs it is. is okay awesome so they are uh releasing a rogue one assault tank commander it's going to be 12 inches tall 30 points of articulation uh rifle blasters interchangeable hands all that fun shit yeah um, that's so do. if you that is you, Liam, if you decide that you ever want to get one, um, they're going to be available um, somewhere around April or June, and they will be $230. Yeah. Jesus. So I just saw those and I saw some pictures of them and I was like, oh, that looks kind of badass, actually. So the one I want is I'll actually um, a Darth Vader one. It's 285 <laughs> <laughs> But it's a 40th anniversary. If I can find it um, of... Uh, Empire Strikes Back, and it's when it's based off the moment when um he's uh cuts off Luke's hand. Oh, nice. Okay. So it's just like you can again, it has all those interchangeable hands, and so you can have him choke in, have his fist, whatnot, have a lightsaber, have him not have a lightsaber, and has a little stand. So yeah, that's the kind of I want to get. But yeah, Hot Toys in general, like that's cool that they're doing that one. That yeah, that's the only thing that I saw on that. So as far as comics are concerned. Um, here's everything that basically came out during the month of January. I just want to do a little bit of backlog for anybody that was, uh, you know, maybe wanted some stuff, but I didn't have it before. And then I'll go into February like next time. But 
basically to sum it up, um, Marvel is uh, relaunching um, a mighty Marvel masterworks. So for anybody that was looking to get like trade paperbacks of like X-Men number one, like the very, very first one to start Mm -hmm. reading ahead. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number one, Fantastic Four, Uncanny X-Men. They're going to start releasing those here um, right around sometime this summer. So you can actually start getting like for anybody who wants to start those stories from the very beginning. Mm, Cool. Without having to do those. So those are awesome. Um, The other things that have come out is um, Todd McFarlane and Marvel are releasing um, all of his Spider-Man volumes. One through three have just been released. So if you want to read just the Todd McFarlane Spider-Mans, which are some of my favorites, then you can get those. Those are available to Batman Nightfall one through five, which you already are reading some of that. Yeah, I took a break to send some on the Red Sun Um, now, but yeah. They're releasing that too. So um, as far as new comic books that are coming out as well, um, from what I read, um, Avengers number 44 is something I'm going to want to try to look into because they are naming who is going to be the new Phoenix because oh. it's going to be the bad guy that the Avengers are going to come after. And then they also named who the Phoenix has already picked. Any guesses? Is it a mutant? Not exactly. No. <laughs> The no, fuck does not, that mean? Not, not a mutant. Okay, so it's not a mutant. It's no. Just... Yeah, no, not a mutant. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does not exactly mean? Um, but he, but this character is in the MCU. Okay. Give me, okay. Hmm. I like. I'm trying not to pick the one that like I would pick because who would be you like, pick? It'd be ridiculous. But would Hulk would be hilariously. Oh my god! Over yeah. The top. Yeah, the <laughs> powers. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you want to know, or you want to keep guessing? I'm going to go with Captain. It is going to be the King of Wakanda. Of course. That makes sense. Yeah. The Black Panther is going to be the next one to get the Phoenix powers and the Avengers are going to have to take him down. So I'm going to look into that because Hulk would have been better. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but apparently all you have to do is punch the guy in the fucking throat and then he uh, whimpers like a bitch and then runs. Yeah, that's what Thanos did to him. Yeah. 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 So um, the next thing that's coming out also is um, there is a Nightwing series called Future State um, where Bruce Wayne is dead. So it, Nightwing is taking it upon himself, which is actually Dick Grayson to be um, to get together, not only oh. other heroes, but also villains, because there's some sort of new threat that's happening that the villains also want them gone. But they're not talking about what that new threat is yet. So oh. that looks pretty cool. So I'm going look into that one. Um they're coming out. Marvel's coming out with a new series um, involving Captain America, um, Wolverine and the thing. And I also the thing and the Punisher. Um, and it's called Sons of the Deviant World. And it's actually those four characters taking place in a Mad Max style post-apocalyptic world. Oh, dude, oh, nice. that, that makes me think of them. Um, did you ever read Old Man Logan? Yeah, you did. Yeah. It's another good one for you. That's a classic. The, the movie Logan's slightly loosely based on it (laughs) (laughs) um there's another batman series coming out that looks pretty interesting so i'm gonna look into um that maybe you guys can look into too i didn't comic series or tv series um comic series okay um you're in charge of tv so i didn't know if that wouldn't be me well yeah but you need a batman tv series man it's all over your arm right no right (laughs) so it's called batman dreamland um, and it's supposed to be a sequel to the Batman abduction, but it takes place where Batman actually has to break into area 51 to find information on a killer that he's trying to find. And that's all I have. I'm going to so assume far. a Lucasfilm crossover, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, another comic that looked pretty neat that's coming out that actually already came out in January is called Abbott 1973. Um, that one is basically a um a journalist taking place in 1953 who's trying to find out about um shit that's going down um in De- in Detroit is what it looks like. Um, and the only reason why it caught my attention is these are the same writers that do the um, Miles Morales Spider-Man series. Okay. So it could be interesting as far as that's concerned. And then there is a new um, Wolverine series coming out. That's the Wolverine volume one is called Brotherhood. Um, so that one's going to look into it. So it's going to be a six piece series. Quick question. Um, yeah. Have you ever read Weapon X? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. Because I have it oh, yeah. on my comicsology. I just Because I think it was on sale. So I bought it. Yeah. I haven't oh, it's it. super good. Okay. Um, so this one in particular says the world's deadliest mutant Wolverine embarks on a dangerous mission of revenge, seeking justice for a young neighbor who was murdered in her sleep. Logan must use all of his lethal skills on a mysterious organization hellbent on keeping dark secrets hidden from the world. So apparently he has some awesome. young neighbor that gets brutally murdered. And now he's trying to like track these fuckers down for whatever reason. Sounds um, like a Rambo type thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I'm and I'll, I'll watch Wolverine go on vengeance fucking hunts yeah, until I'm same. blue in the face yeah. because it's, it's just going to be awesome. <laughs> he's going to take him way too personally. He's going to get way too angry and just fucking kill people. And it's just, Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Um, but that's superpower. Right. And that's it. That's okay. all I found so far. All right. So that, nice. that Wolverine one, what's it called again? Brotherhood? Brotherhood. Sounds cool. All right. Well, then I guess we'll get that schnazzy music going and I'll take you on to the muse. Oh, that's right. Time to put on that jazz funk, everybody. <laughs> get you moving. Get you swaying. Get those hips a moving. Because uh, open wide. <laughs> Liam's going to get you in the muse. In the muse. All right. Um, really, it was a slow week. Not a lot happened. Um, this one I thought you might find a little interesting, though, Kirk. Uh, Kevin Hart joins the Borderlands movie adaption as Roland the Soldier. Whack. Um, <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Do you know who Kate Blanchett is? Uh, no. Not She's um the elf woman in Lord of the Rings, like the white elf lady. Okay, I can in the force, yeah. yeah. She's a really, really great actress. She's also going to be in it, um, and she is playing Lilith the Siren. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I'm not very familiar okay. with the uh, yeah. game, but I'm not like I haven't beaten any of them, no, but I've played two and three, so I kind of okay. like kinda I know, know who the okay. characters are. Um, and it's being directed by Eli Roth, who directed The Green Inferno and Hostel, and he also plays. Oh the, yeah, wait. He also plays the Jew Baron in Glorious Bastards. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the best he, movies. So I imagine this movie is going to be gory as fuck. <laughs> I fucking hope so, dude. <laughs> Green Inferno is such a good movie. Whatever you say, Liam, it's a good fucking movie. No, it's not. Dude, the premise is awesome. Do you know the premise yes, of the movie? Yes, we talked about this yeah, already. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> fucking amazing. I just like re-listened to that episode yesterday. So I'm like, yes, I know exactly what it's about. <laughs> dude, it's so good. <laughs> Uh, um, other news. Um, there's rumors going around that uh, John Bernthal's Punisher is going to be joining the MCU. Yes, um, I fucking hope so. Yeah, and uh, there have been other rumors of the rest of the Defenders joining, including even Charlie Cox's Daredevil potentially showing up in Spider-Man Three. More of that university shit going on. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Those are all just rumors I've been reading. Yeah, the only thing that I've read is that it 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 has been confirmed that he is in. 
Spider-Man three. And then he's already finished filming whatever he's going to be filming okay. for Spider-Man three, but no one knows exactly what it is yet, but we just know that Daredevil is going to fucking show up in it first. Yeah. yeah. So, which is that's awesome. exciting too. But yeah, that's really all I had. Um, as you guys were getting here, I saw that um, they're making a proper sequel to Cloverfield. I didn't get any information on it. Yeah, I saw something on it, but I remember I, I think I watched Cloverfield. I don't. It's a hand For held. some reason, I got that movie and like, I think it was District 9 or something all mixed up. Oh, uh, well, they're both mm. the handheld things. Yeah. This so, one's the one with the giant monster in the city. I'm so startled right now. That's what I remember from South Park when Randy's <laughs> running from the hamster. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, no, I don't think. And I've then seen it. District Nine has like the aliens living among them in Africa. Right, District Nine was the one. Yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, Cloverfield. Um, it was cool for its time. It's a little weird. Um, but then they came out with a movie called Ten Cloverfield Lane, mm-hmm. which I really fucking like that movie. It's got John Goodman and Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it, and basically like she gets in a car accident and she wakes up in his bunker. John Goodman's bunker and he's saying like the world's basically ending but like I've found you just in time and saved you and so you're like that's sketchy as fuck (laughs) 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 and so it becomes a whole thing but later in the end spoiler alert this movie's been out for like four or five years now um it is like a weird alien thing not the same alien type situation as the other Cloverfield so you're like how do these relate um but it's a cool whole the whole movie I think is really cool just as its own thing. And then they have another Netflix movie that was a Paramount movie it found so bad. So they just sent, sold it to Netflix and it was definitely not good. Uh, so they have all these weird Cloverfield movies, but apparently this one, I, from what I saw briefly, is going to be like an actual sequel to the handheld movie with a giant monster in the city. Okay. Wait, uh, did you ever yeah. watch Arrival? Yeah. No, I haven't okay. yet. I was just curious. Yeah, still has it. Yeah, but you haven't watched Predator, so you can't really I, I, no, shit. I know. I'm just, you know. Whoa. They're both amazing, Kirk. <laughs> I know. I need to watch it. I just haven't. Well, I'm let dude. My PS4. I'm letting Matt borrow it, so I don't have anything to play a DVD on or a Blu-ray. Whatever. You don't have like an Xbox. Does the Xbox Ones or whatever? He doesn't have an Xbox One. He yeah. just I just have a PS4, but I'm letting my roommate borrow it. So, what about the the CPU that you use to do all of your like YouTubing shit? On? Doesn't have a disc drive. Yeah, I don't have a disc drive. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, other than that, then this week was our next episode of WandaVision, yes. episode four. You watch it? It was, yeah. All well, of our questions answered. Immediately when I started watching that episode, I was like, oh, this is exactly what everybody wanted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I rewatched it again today and took notes while I was watching it, but uh, uh, I was getting fucking heavy House of M vibes from this episode, man. Yeah. And I was yeah, super too. happy with it. Uh, why don't you go first? What did you think? It was great. Like you said, it answered everything that I wanted to have answered about what Agent Wu was doing. I loved that they brought back Darcy from Thor, the Thor movie. And she's movies. not annoying. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I never really found her annoying in uh, the movies. I thought she was I, super, especially the second one. I, I, she's kind of cute, so maybe she, she just had cute, a, maybe but... maybe it was a, a biased opinion for me because I was like, oh, she's a, Dude, she's, she's totally a cute is cute. Nerd with uh, she just was really fucking hmm. annoying. Also, I didn't like I didn't any like of like the either. Natalie Portman circle. I liked um, the other doctor guy, um, Selvig. I liked Selvig. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't like Natalie Portman, and I didn't like Kat Dennings' characters. And I'm so I'm like disappointed that Natalie Portman's coming back for the new Thor movie. <laughs> and then what she's, if she's like, coming back to die. Will you be all right with that? But she's being Thor. So if anything, Thor's dying. <laughs> like she's <laughs> becoming the female Thor. And I, ugh. 
Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then Kat Dennings. Yes, she's not annoying in this. And that was exciting because I actually like her as an actress and stuff. I just God, I thought she was the most annoying thing about the MCU at the time. So, yeah, the only thing that is still needing to be answered is like, we know that Wanda's doing this now, but we just don't know if she's doing it from her free will just to escape reality or if we just don't know if someone else is kind of having their hand in this I think she's bit. doing it. And that's what, we're, that's what I'm still interested to figure out. With, well, okay, going. so the, for one, um, the non, Monica Rambo, the girl that gets stuck in there with Wanda. Right. I don't know if you caught, caught it, but Maria Rambo is her mom, and she's Captain Marvel's friend. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did you, I, I didn't yeah. catch that, I don't know but... If you, have you seen Captain Marvel? No. Okay, yeah. She has a whole <laughs> friend that she goes back to when she comes back to Earth in that movie, and she has a little daughter who's like 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so like that little girl is this character in this okay, show. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, it was a cool little thing to have happen. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it seemed to me that just based on how she was talking to her at the end, like how she like broke the reality, she didn't like that she broke her reality. Not that she was being confused by it, but she didn't like that that happened because then also she kind of lost control. And we got that dead vision, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that, was, oh. that was creepy. So and yeah, so we don't know if he's just like carting her if she's just like carting his body that's around think, like weekend at that's Bernie's what i think's happening kind of a thing dude or if it's uh yeah or if it's you know really made up that way um so yeah that'll be interesting but what what gives me the the weird part i guess not the weird part but what gives me the the idea that maybe there's still some sort of influence going on or could be is like at the end of it when he was like we can go anywhere we want and she was like no we can't and like, this is our home. So it's either she's coming from like, this is the only place That's where true. we can be us. Or she's hinting at like, we can't leave because something else is going on. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing I'm trying to figure out. Maybe but she has like a that, deal with someone like she wanted to do this, but couldn't unless it was set up here. But I, I just don't think she's forced into it. It doesn't feel like she's forced to me. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, it's hard to say because she was pretty upset. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, this was everything like this is what I wanted. I wanted to see her break down. I loved it that like when they were showing them watching it and like catching up what was going on with the episodes while they were seeing it. Yeah, and then uh, watching her take that chick and fucking fly her through three walls and then a fence, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> uh, like I thought she just kind of went like "woof," like just threw like, her upward and like out. But I didn't know she was just like "fuck you" and just took like every <laughs> yeah. wall. Like uh, the only way that could have been any cooler is if there was like a car and she was like, she wouldn't fucking die. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I was also already kind of like, I don't know if she would survive. Yeah, that. already, I was like, that would fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, well, well, she didn't look like she she didn't look healthy when she hit that ground. No, but she like, wasn't like bloody or anything. Like, I'm pretty sure you get stabbed by some fucking pieces of wood. I'm pretty sure her back something. would be broken. Yeah, we'll, like, have to, we'll have to see what happens when they actually pick her up. I bet you and she's get her, up and walking. Like, if she can walk or if they have her in a fucking wheelchair fine. or, you know, what's going on. Or if Wanda was just trying to get her to exit, but not hurt her. But maybe it was Wanda kind of wanted her fucking dead. I don't know if she wanted her dead, she but like she, she was pissed. Walked. Yeah, uh, I, I think she's going to walk just fine. Next episode, she'll be like, I, in a, like the hospital thing and then get up and be fine. And I still need to find out what's happening with her friend, Alga. Because she was the one person. They didn't on, say who it was. They didn't have an ID for. Yeah, they did. She was on the left side. They just never said her name. No, but when you look at it, when you look at it, when they're when they're showing who's playing what parts, they got a, an an identification card for each one, and hers was blank. 
Oh, I thought I just saw her there. So, so like, I so they didn't called. at all figure out yet who this woman is and what mm. she's doing. So I don't know if she's still like Agatha the Terrible or whatever the fuck her name is, like a, a fellow witch or. But yeah, it was it was wonderful. I didn't want it to end. Like, yeah, it was so quick. It was, it was a it short was episode. Just fucking great. And, yeah. and it was wonderful. Um, and I also got a little bit of like heebie jeebies towards the end, too, where it looked like at the end that. Um, Vision kind of understands what's going on. And then he was looking at us at the end, not just kind of gla- yeah. glancing at the television to turn it off, but he looked like he was looking at the yeah, audience. That's the like, interesting thing about going Vision because like it showed that he's dead and like he's fucking dead, but like it seems like he's kind of figuring it out. But like if he, she, he's just what she's making him, like why, you know? Like, well, did you watch the trailer for the next one? No, I don't watch that stuff. I okay. just I just wait and watch the next episode. Yeah, because they show Vision fucking with that outer border. Uh, like trying okay. to like see if he can like get through it. So I don't know. Because in House of M, it was Wolverine that woke everybody up. So I'm wondering if they're going to have Vision be the one that's going to like start waking people up. Because she won't kill him. She's True. already dead anyway. Yeah. Like, I wonder if like he can get away with that because she wouldn't harm but a hair. On just his like, head. that's why I'm confused though. Cause like, if he is dead, then like everything he's doing, she's manipulating him to do. Cause right. like, why would he have a consciousness if he's dead? Like, because the stone was his consciousness basically. Yeah. It, but there's, there's been times where he's operated without it in other comics. So I don't yeah, know. But if they never got enough, I guess, unless I don't know. I don't sure know. Like, got it, him it enough. Would, it, we don't know how powerful she is. Unlike what she can do. True. So, I mean, she did come from the stone. So, yeah. So it's, it's, it's really interesting on, on what we'll see, but yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, I'm excited for the next good. one. We've got four episodes left. So I, I, I didn't really look into it, but I saw somewhere there might be a secret episode 10, but I don't believe it. Yeah. Probably not. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, that's all I have this week. Really not a lot Word. going on. Word. Fair enough. Well, I got some video game stuff. Go for it, Kirk. All right. The video game news. So not a whole lot, but at least a little more than uh, last time. So can I take a guess? Sure. Cyberpunk still shitting on everything. Um, Actually, they're they're a little low this week. <laughs> like the last three weeks in a row, it's been, nice. it's so been like the last did eight it again. Weeks. It's like the they eight tried eight to weeks fix it. it still I think sucks. they might have fixed it. <laughs> I think I they reverted it. Yeah, I know, right? I don't even know what's happening anymore. But I love that game. I'm taking a break. I'll start on it again in like a couple of months. Um, but hey, I know we're just getting into this, but can I go pee real quick before we get all into it? Or else yeah, I'm no, thinking about that the whole time. I'll talk to. Uh, yeah. No, I don't sit and pee though i was just gonna ask if you do something like that don't waste a penis do you even clean your toilet bro (laughs) oh oh you fucking guys and breaking your seals like you guys probably are terrible on you guys have to be terrible on a road trip dude like every hour and a half you guys be like we we gotta pull over i try no i respect the rules of the road no open cans in the car i only smoke weed (laughs) 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 but uh yeah, no, um, there's something I wanted to bring up as far as WandaVision goes. I don't quite remember what it was. I like one of the things real quick is like, I like how each of the little tiny Easter eggs like get explained exactly in the last episode, like the fucking helicopter right. in the bush and whatnot. Like, obviously, it kind of makes sense like and kind of expected. Right. But I hate it. There's sometimes shows where they'll like show something and then they never talk about it again. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's bullshit. I don't know, but whatever. Um, yeah, 
Have you been playing any uh, games recently or just been consumed? No, with- I wish. My son and I started that Avengers game. I remember it, you talking it, about it. It kind of sucks. Like, it's I'm- not, it wasn't nearly as cool as I thought it was going to be. Like, I mean, it's kind of fun, but I just, it's hard for me to hear anything that has the Avengers voices that isn't the people from the MCU. Because it's mm, not, it's not Robert Downey Jr. It's not fucking Chris Hemsworth. It's not, you know, it's other voice actors are doing it. And I'm like, ah, like, I don't, I really, I don't fucking care. So it makes sense. Yeah. Cause it probably would be hard to fucking recruit them and get like licensing and all that shit. Yeah. I mean, but, they would have had to make it a part of their original contracts of like, by the way, you yeah. have to also voice a game eventually, but yeah. Cause yeah, I know I like fucking, uh, even like Joe, like Joe Rogan for the UFC games, he did. I think the second one he did voice lines for it and he's like, never again. I don't ever want to do that again. Like that shit sucks. And that's why like in the new ones, like he's still in there, but it's just recycled lines and like, he's not in there as much. So I can understand like some people not wanting to do it all. Like it's fucking boring and shit. Like makes sense. Um, all right. Now that you're back, I'm back. We can get into some video game news. So I thought you were going to say this, um, Actually, but Lucasfilm is now like taking over everything as far as like yeah they have a Lucasfilm game section yeah there. and so all the EA stuff is the 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 contracts no more like they're yeah gonna that's, be I'm assuming that's why they have the I think it was Ubisoft is doing the uh, um and that's why world. you were rejoicing right yeah. because EA has nothing to do with it anymore well I mean they still have the Battlefront games and they did Squadrons and what and the they're pro- I think they're working on the Fallen Order s- sequel. They might be. I just the only thing I but heard yeah, their exclusive contracts probably up. Yeah, so that's like nice. And there are like a couple other like games in the works. I don't know any details about them because they're just. I have like something rumors. on one of them. I'll just bring it up because we're here. Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, there's rumors coming around that there's a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake slash sequel in the works with Lucasfilm and an unknown company. They haven't said it, and from what I've heard, like the na- like you would never guess who it is. Not because like it's a shocker, but just not a lot of people really know them. I guess. Who is it? We don't know, but like oh. that's that they're saying. Like you wouldn't really guess it. Um, and remind me again, what video game yeah, was, was gonna, it that you said has been like the best Star Wars video game yeah, ever one, created so far? Knights of the Old Republic is my favorite Knights video game. Republic. Period. Um, video game. Period. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, that's 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 quite the boast. I fucking love it. its graphics are dated for sure. But I mean, I love Star Wars, but. And I won't spoil it. And does this follow any of the characters that I know? No, this is thousands of years before. And it's not even canon anymore. Or never really was, but it's not canon in the Star Wars universe. Mm. But so that's one of the things they're talking about with this one. Is it making a sequel slash remake, whatever? Is they're going to make it fit canon? Um, but the thing about the first... There's two of them. There's no, Nice Old Public 1 and 2. And the thing about the... Xbox? F- Xbox 360? Original Xbox. Okay. But yeah. you can play them on your Xbox One. Um, I think you can buy them, but I also have them if you ever wanted to borrow them, but you don't have a lot of time and they take a lot of time, but they're well, in the back and the, the Xbox one. I don't think it's very backwards compatible with just a regular X- Xbox games. Is it? It, it can. Some of them, they've been adding more to it. So, okay. but yeah, so that's the thing is I can actually play it now on my Xbox and I like okay. that. It's also on steam real cheap and I've been telling you to play it for a while, but like it's on my wish list, you can just like, do you get to play as a Jedi? Yeah, but like you, will to, yeah, uh, a so what I was gonna say, yeah, let me get into it. <laughs> so the game, for one, it has one of the best Star Wars stories ever. Right. Like book, movie, anything. Like it's a really good story. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play a character that 
originally just starts out as a, like a survivor of like a republic crash and at this time at this time period sith had like was almost like its own republic and they have like sith troopers that just walk around and shit right and so you're dealing with all that on this planet and eventually you just get to a point where you'll get to the jedi order and you become a jedi and then you're going out and doing missions but you have you can completely get to pick what your responses are to things you so you can go full evil you can go full good there's different endings different things can happen with your um, characters you're interacting with like because you have like a team that you assemble essentially um, and go on the ship to do all your missions and then every time you go do a mission you take two of them with you but you can sit and talk with them and interact with them and you can be a complete asshole you can make like one of them fall in love with you there's a whole wait and this is like what kind of play style like are you controlling like a single person like third person yeah yeah it's like, like it's rpg and the thing okay. the thing that's weird about it's it's fighting style it's not turn-based but like they start fighting with the person and you pick what's happening, like what their attacks are going to be as they're happening. Okay, because like, that's what I was uh, picturing almost like, uh, oh, I can't think of the game right now. But yeah, like assembled, like whatever. And then kind of like, yeah, like, it's like an RTS almost. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's not quite like turn based, but you'll like have like a block and you pick out the four things. But like say one of them you need to heal. So you've got to get rid of all those and put the heal in there. Okay. And then have a regular attack afterward and then saying. a special attack or lightning. So, yeah, you have to like kind of plan out your attack, especially when you're fighting bosses and whatnot. He'll run off and be like just trying to heal while you can while you're away for a second. But yeah, it's like a little bit of strategy. Yeah, kind of yeah. But like in... you get to go to Tatooine, you get to go to Manon, you get to go to Endor or under um, Kashyyyk. You get and you kind of kind of go however you want to do the story. But you're just trying to find all these pieces of a map, okay. just like Star Wars maps. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, it's sad. got a really cool like star wars reveal thing in it and yeah it's a really fun game and i try to get people to play it and dave said at work said he's playing it but he can't get off the first planet i'm like dude once you get off the first planet the first planet's a bitch but once you get off of it the game takes off hard and so you have to it, it's, a, it's a time consuming game but i've played it like three or four times so dude i've <laughs> okay. I, like i said i have it on my wish list so every time there's a steam sale it's like it's hey, this like, game Two it's like bucks. two dollars. Yeah, it's like two dollars, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you yeah. Even, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it on the spring sale. Right. How about that? Yeah. It's, so what else we got for so for video, video game, game news? Uh, the other one is I got a lot of uh pretty much like indie like new releases and stuff. Um, okay. That was the main kind of like news thing I had. But one game that just kind of released that's starting to blow up right now is called the Dyson Sphere program, and I don't know I've. Either of you heard of Factorio or Satisfactory? No. Nope. Okay, so they're pretty similar games. Factorio is like a isometrical top-down like factory building game essentially. So the whole thing is like, you know, you start off and you like go over here, walk over, like mine some rock. And then eventually you'll get some resources to where you can build a portable miner, but you have to go off and get wood. But then eventually you'll upgrade your shit and then you have conveyor belts like transporting the stuff to each machine. And it just slowly grows to where you assemble more and more parts to upgrade your factory. And that's like the gameplay loop is you keep getting more shit to build better shit to get better shit to build more better shit. Like right, that's exactly okay. how the game is. Um, and they're fucking super addictive, <laughs> super addictive. So Factorio, that's Factorio Satisfactory is another one that's like first person, but same setup. You still build factories. But this game is like that, but it's like uh, almost like No Man's Sky, like intergalactical. So you can go to different planets. Is that so the turned, one that bombed yeah. hard when it came out? Yeah, and now it's good. 
now. Look, if, look, it, it's good you if you haven't played it. Uh, I yeah, I think <laughs> I've watched other people the, play it where the, you get to like be go to different planets and, and it's and, like different every yeah. time. Make rocks and shit. Yeah, yeah. The best was like when those Jurassic Park themed like oh memes my were god, out. dude! Oh, like they took Holy like somebody shit. playing the Jurassic Park theme on the recorder horribly wrong. Like they just hitting wrong notes all the time, and like they'd find an animal on this planet, and it looked like it was like a T Rex animal, like monster of like it looked like a T Rex, but it was like goofy looking like <laughs> fucked up like, like it was super unnatural and it was just when the game was just failing super hard to like generate yeah. different things that worked because yeah it's procedurally generated and then also everything looks similar because it's all the same assets and half of them look literally like they have down syndrome yeah. it's like these weird <laughs> big so, animals that have down like, syndrome like yeah. <laughs> dude it's so funny but uh yeah i'm a t-rex yeah pretty much oh, it's weird too because like if you've already if you've bought and played in like bought into the hype bought that game and played it like that game sucks but if Everybody you've never played so it before dude yeah i mean i waited and i went to the midnight release a lot of people did dude, it and they went home and like what is this fucking garbage dude actually i have a fucking awesome story about this you've probably heard it but jeremy i don't know if you have so I go to the midnight release for No Man's Sky, and my plan was to go home from work, go over to my now roommate's house, and set up my PS4, and we were going to play No Man's Sky. We are going to get really fucking high for it. And so we smoked this giant-ass blunt. Well, we put in the CD. It's downloading its day one patch and doing all this thing. We smoked this fucking fat blunt, sit down, and we're like, oh, my God, it's ready. We boot into the game. And it starts loading up, right? And we're like, holy fuck, dude, this is crazy. Because the whole hype was like, dude, there's like billions of planets. You know, this is so massive and immense, like all this crazy shit. You know, they really hyped that up. And uh, it like pops up and it's a white screen with a little symbol, like a circle and a square in it, which now it kind of makes sense. But when you're fucking high as shit, like I just saw this weird symbol and it said initialize. And I'm like, okay, the game's initializing. Let's go. Getting hyped up. And we're sitting there. And like, I'd say probably like five minutes go by. And they're like, I think your PS4 froze. Like, you're probably going to have to like restart it. I'm like, no, guys. Like, have faith. that Like, dude, this game's huge. There's like fucking billions of planets. It's fine. It's just going to take a while to initialize. Like, look at it. And uh, we sit there. Like, we we waited an unreasonably, unreasonably a long amount of time for this to fucking like finish up. And uh, we're sitting there, and again, they're just like, "Dude, restart your PS4. It froze." And I'm like, "No, guys, this is a huge." Like, what if you game. have to wait that long? Yeah, and I'm again, like, we're, right? I don't want to fuck anything up. And then we wait again. I even look up online, like I Google it, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, did it freeze?" Seeing if anybody else was having this problem, and I couldn't find anything. I was like, "God fucking damn it!" And then uh, I see, keep staring at that symbol, and I'm like, "Oh." That's square. I push square and it boots me right into the game. <laughs> like, dude, we've been waiting a total of like 10 to 15 minutes watching this blank white screen. That's what waiting. you get for going so stupidly fucking dude, high beforehand. We lost our shit and a no joke. Fucking my roommate, right after I booted in, I'd been playing like 10 minutes. He looks up the same problem to see if anybody else had that. Like 10 other people were like, dude, I was waiting like half an hour for this. Oh my God. They like, all got fucking high too, dude, probably. It was you so funny. You guys got funny. so fucking high that you couldn't distinguish 
preschool shapes <laughs> on a fucking television set dude. until one of you went I'm pretty sure that's a square dude oh does my our god. controller have a square one of my favorite fucking high square. stories we were all so locked into like Jesus. just the third person perspective of three dudes staring at a TV but you can't even see their eyes because we're just high as shit like Man, I hope this game's gonna load. Like, oh my god! But anyway, this is why I don't need to get high. I got plenty of fucking friends that will just do it for me, and then they tell me their stories, and I'm like, that's hilarious. But I wouldn't gloat about that, dude. No, it's fucking <laughs> awesome. That's, that's that's not something that I want. But please, please keep getting so high that you can't recognize basic shapes and tell me dude, about it because yes. that was fucking hilarious. I fucking will. But uh, so anyway, that was a quite the tangent. But this game is essentially No Man's Sky kind of setup where you can travel planet to planet, mm-hmm. but build these factories, and it can be like you know, like go on a galactic scale essentially. Okay. Because once you get like really far into the other ones I had mentioned previously, like you'll have trains set up like transporting shit to different factories. Like you really colonize like the whole fucking like world you're in right um so that's the whole point so that game just came out and it like looks fucking amazing and it's just in early access or whatnot okay and people are digging it and it's really popular um so i'm thinking about trying that out because i love that style of game uh just because the fucking gameplay loop's so fun but the other couple things i had was did either of you play runescape no no all right well (laughs) Old school RuneScape is now coming to Steam, which is sweet because I have been playing RuneScape recently. I do recently. love that <laughs> Steam does that. Yeah. Where they get these old ass games. Even like, I have this game called Impossible Creatures that I fucking love and it's not a very popular game. But oh, is got, that the RTS one you showed me? Um, Yeah, the yeah where you're above and like make the armies and stuff. Yeah, but you okay, combine yeah, two one, animals yeah. and you can make like nine of them that are just mixed animals and like fight each other. It's pretty fun. Isn't that Animal Crossing? No, no. <laughs> oh, you bitch. Oh, I'll be here all night, folks. Dude, that was, that was good. Yeah, yeah, and you just like build an army and you fight each other's armies and sometimes you'll have like a giant whale scorpion or something. That sounds pretty sick. It's Get almost like whale a little bit. Yeah, you can do like whatever. You literally, they give you like a giant list of animals and you can pick any of them and cross them. And you just take, well, I right. want it to have the back legs of a turtle and the front legs of scorpion or whatever else you wanted. A praying mantis. It sounds like Wolverine. an RTS version of that game Spore where you like you start out as like a single cell and you eat like other single cells and then you slowly like get bigger until you like right, make it onto right. land and all it's that shit. It's nothing like that, but uh, okay. Well, I mean, just for the fact <laughs> that you can like really fucking make whack animals. Oh, okay. like, yeah. But um, anyway, so old school RuneScape's been you're going on Steam, which I'm pretty excited about, honestly, because like they have it on your phone now. It's where you can just like tap and play it. So sometimes like when I'm editing a video in the background, I have it and I just have my dude like chopping wood or something to like <laughs> level up. But uh so that's coming to Steam. Um I believe it said February 4th. But so that's really cool. Um there's a game called Returnal. I haven't really followed it too much, but it's, it was supposed to be a PS5 like day one launch like alongside the console and it's like an exclusive um a big exclusive for ps5 which is good because both the new xbox and ps5 don't really have that many exclusives yet so people are pretty excited but it's been delayed until april 30th which is quite a while since the ps5 came out like last year right um 
And then... Well, and then like Halo was supposed to be the exclusive. Yeah, and then Halo was supposed Microsoft, to be Xbox's the Xbox. version. Well, and the, the PS5 only came out like a month and a half ago. Yeah, but usually they have ago. a bunch of exclusives like immediately. Yeah, no, it just like, it just sounded funny because he was like, because it came out last year, and it's like, well, yeah, but the year just changed. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I get what you're saying, ago. yeah, but it's like it's it's fucking weird because yeah, usually there's at least like I'd say five exclusives for each console when they release, and when they release, there were zero pretty much. Like Miles Morales is on PS4. Right. Well, they're exclusive. all gonna be like that, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I don't think all of them. Like oh, per I thought se. everything was like because I. Some people yeah. are making like different versions, right? But or and then some like Cyberpunk are just, it's just one, but then they're updating it in like February or whatever for the next gen. Hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. I guess like for me that would just like especially right now how they're so hard to get. Yeah, the consoles like it would make sense that they wouldn't have them all out there for like only those consoles because then you're gonna yeah. get sh- like pissed off. But I mean, also fan base. to like. The fucking scalper scalpers are real on this one. Yeah, like, they're definitely there. You can get them. It's just you're gonna pay be paying like three hundred dollars more. Right. Okay. But uh, anyway, so no thanks. Like the only like exclusive I can really think of for PS Five right now is like Demon Souls, like that remake. But so yeah, that one people were excited for. That one got delayed. Um, and then another game that I saw, which I'm fucking super excited about, and I had no idea this was even coming, is a game called Hidden Deep. And it's coming to uh, Steam. Doesn't really have like an official release date, but it is looks... it by Pornhub? <laughs> no, but that would be quite the game, <laughs> dude. They have some whack like uh, Japanese games where like literally their fucking censorship is so like weird over there that they have games where you like rape women. It's fucking Jesus weird. Christ. Yeah, it's That's a whole weird fetish shit. over there. It's fucking dude. Ugh. Like, there's a game where like you literally are like trying to like lift up a girl's skirt and stuff like that without her catching you, and like just like it's fucking weird. You literally like yeah. so, sexually harass women. It's fucked up. But anyway, yeah, it's, this yeah. game is uh, it's more <laughs> like imagine fuck? imagine like the movie The Thing, but like taking place like under the ocean. Yeah. Okay. So like oh, underground under the ocean. And it's you, it's like a group of miners. I don't know exactly from the trailer like what the gameplay style is going to be, but it looks like a side scroller, like all the way through. But I don't know if you are handling a group of people or if you're like actually playing as a person. But you do have a colony, so you are kind of managing like everybody. But the where the thing aspect comes in is, um, you start encountering all these fucking like horrors and terrors that are like almost un- inexplainable and like people are starting to go insane and like shooting each other and shit like that. And like one of the, like literally the way the trailer opens out is it's like two gay guys like walking in a cave. And then you just see these like weird tentacles, like reach down and grab them and just suck them up. <laughs> and then they're like gun and blood, like spill out. And yeah. uh, the trailer goes through, explains <laughs> like kind of what's, you know, the scary shit's going on. And then it literally ends with some dude walking up to another dead body to like fix the generator and he sees the dead body. He's like, oh, shit. And he goes to resuscitate him. And then the fucking his stomach opens up and bites his arms off. Just like in the thing. <laughs> like, it's a it looks heavily inspired by the thing. And it looks super fun. Like, huh. 100%. That's like the most exciting thing I've seen. And I had no idea it was coming. Like, the indie games recently have been on point. There was one game. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's called Carry On. I believe is how you pronounce it. No, it's another like the thing inspired game side scroller like. Oh, that's another thing. It's like pixelated, too. It's like that kind of like good quality, but still like pixelated uh, visual style. 
that makes sense. Kind of like Hotline Miami. Did you ever play that? I know you no, listen to the soundtrack. You're talking about yeah. Okay, yeah, kind of that art style, like sixteen bit um, kind of. Yeah, yeah, but it still looks nice, like modern. But um, Carry On was another thing, one where you're this blob that just keeps growing and growing and eating people, and you like swing throughout uh, the level. I was telling Ali about a game that reminds me of like that. It's a more of like a Japanese game, uh-huh. but you like have a jelly ball and you roll it and you keep rolling it over like everything. And I know it, exactly what and you're And it just keeps getting yeah. bigger and you get, so like you start off just like getting like balls or just that was the around cool and then cows and then buildings and then. Dude, do you going. remember? I think it was in like middle school for me. There was like a little command line thing you could type into a, a Google like, or I don't, I don't know if it was specifically like Google browser. It might've been Firefox, but you type it in and it turned into that game and you were a ball and you would roll and it would take the text off the page as you rolled and like grow this ball. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Did you ever fuck around with that? But yeah, I know no. what you're talking about. But uh, anyway, so that was another like I'm really I'm really glad that like people are inspiring, like getting inspired by the thing as far as like games go because it's a good way to portray it because artistically, like they can fucking make that shit like all blobby and like whatnot, where it's hard to represent in like film. You know what I mean? Like the thing they did well, but like. It's easier to portray that in video games, if that makes sense. It doesn't okay, look yeah. as cheesy. But yeah, so you're just this like blob that like eats people. That shit and doesn't grows. look cheesy, bro. Some of the best fucking. Oh, no, I'm not saying like I totally love booger movies, obviously. Like <laughs> the, the thing's awesome, but it's just portrayed I, really I had well. Ali watched that with me. I didn't tell her anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But what I told her what you told me about. Did you watch that Willy's Wonderland trailer? No, I didn't. Okay, it's basically a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie with Nick Cage. Oh Jesus! I actually I know about, about it. Couple, yeah, you talked about. It, but yeah, you but... told me that there's a scene in it where like an ostrich one is like coming up behind Nick Cage, and he told me that he was so scared of it. Oh yeah, that, I had nightmares for two nights after that. Dude, just shot. watching the trailer. That's why I can't do horror movies. My imagination just fucking runs Ali, wild. I told Allie about that, and she was like, "What? Like." I'm a scaredy cat. And what? <laughs> she did not understand it. <laughs> Dude, it, honestly, She's like, like I have a vagina. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's was like definitely overplayed and like beaten into the ground. But like genuinely, the first one that, that came out, that was of it. fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit. Like for real, it was well, almost like to a camera. You see it run really quickly and you're like, ah! you're like ah! freak it out. <laughs> yeah. And you're literally, it's so crazy because you're stationary the entire time. It's so it's fucking terrifying because all you're doing is looking at cameras and like and giving cl- commands trying to close in the doors yeah, yeah that's okay. all you're doing and then they're like slowly coming towards you dude it's fucking scary as shit and you're just trying to last till morning when they stop it's like when slender first came out like <laughs> slender and five nights at freddy's were probably like the fucking epitome dude, of like me and my friends would games. fucking stay up all night playing slender she was slender man you know what that is oh no it was just this game where you would like wander through the forest and you're supposed to collect like these 10 letters that are written around. And the whole time, this like the Slender Man is following you and you're not supposed to look at him. And he's just like this guy, this big, tall guy in a suit with no face and his like tentacles behind him. And so like, you'll be walking through the forest and you'll turn, he'll just be there and you just like turn away as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it was basically a creepy pasta that started. I got like super into Slender Man like in middle school, and I don't want to be that guy, but like before it was cool, like for real, it was like one of those things because they got fucking retarded. Yeah, it got towards crazy. The end. Like some girls like well, 
killed another girl or stabbed another yeah, girl. Yeah, they literally stabbed yeah. another girl to death because they said Slenderman like told them to do it. And Slenderman because, was like, totally made up for the internet. Yeah, it's literally like some dude started a little creepypasta like, you know, short story about him. And then there was a channel that I watched religiously for a while called Marble Hornets. This is like fucking 14 years ago, probably. And uh, they went through and it just started off as like a group of friends like hanging out and it was really well done. And then slowly they would get like more and more like fucked up. Okay. And like the whole premise of Slender Man is like he appears to kids. But once you've seen him. He's like always there pretty much. Yeah. You have no idea when he's going to come up and like nobody knows what happens or where he takes kids like when. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like this weird thing. And I remember watching a shit out of it. And then Slender came along it fucking terrifying. And then it blew up like it became like dude, phenomenon. Chris, Chris say, is as a far scaredy as... cat too. And it was so fun to watch him. Dude. It was one time I he make... like threw the keyboard in the air and fell on the floor from the the computer Dude, yeah. i want to make jeremy play the first five nights at freddy's and slender honestly I have the, like, yeah i have the it. one that was like really like actually worked on for xbox and stuff i didn't even know there i just I yeah they PC, made but. they had an actual studio like kind of not a big studio but an indie studio work on it and make it more like less buggy and made it more of like an actual game that's pretty so sick levels. oh because yeah there was slender the arrival which was like a sequel that, that, that one that i know one. yeah i played that one on pc and that one's like a legit story where you'd go to like different places the yeah. first one was just in a yeah, single forest always, i always got stuck in the fucking tunnel where there's um the person with the hood I, oh and, yeah and they just like run about. super fast and you're like what the fuck am i supposed to do <laughs> yeah no there and there was like weird lore to it like different characters like some of the slender men had like the rake was kind of like they were like like existed in the same universe and then the Marble Hornets one was Masky, who was like a dude who wore a mask, had like a hood up and would run super fast. <laughs> so it might have been what they were portraying. But yeah, Maybe. it was a phenomenon as far as horror games go. And you should totally play him, Jeremy. No, he should. With the lights He'll off. have nightmares. We'll feed you an edible first. How about that? No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be scared enough. I don't even need, I don't need to yeah. enhance it. But that's pretty much all I got for video game news. Just some cool little like indie games and whatnot. And then. Word. Well, then we'll move on to our next topic. Jeremy, do you have any ideas for introducing this topic yet? Um, not yet. Right now, to be honest with you, I'm going to work on making sure we get an intro so we can start posting them. <laughs> and then once we come up with something, I can go into every one of those episodes and just go boom and like just put it in there. Um, so it'll be funny because the whole beginning part where we're like, do we have anything for this yet? Allie thinks it sucks and whatever, like whoever's and like, I'll probably just cut those out and just be like, bam. Got it. Dennis Chaplin sex or whatever it is, and then you know go through that. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what we do. We just need to have Cartman singing it, and then just going. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. So, um, Liam was the one who got to pick the um album this week. So I'll take uh Mike for a second. So uh, tell us more about this, like why you picked the band, some of your favorite songs, influences on you as a guitar player. You kind of gave us a lot last week but if there's any more that you want to add on yeah there's not a lot more I can add. um this wasn't the album i was introduced to them with their second album is the one i discovered them with because like i said last week the song uh waking the demon was and the is that venom no um the second album what's the name of the second album green aim fire okay and then fever those are the only albums i really listen to is the poison scream and fire and fever um but so the i learned the song waking the demon off of their second album and um so i really got into that album first and then i went back and i just love almost every i love all but one song on scream aim fire and i love every song on fever and the poison and i kind of like 
decided to go with this album because this one was like their first album and like it's more of like a raw thing because like you can definitely tell in their later years they're definitely trying for radio and stuff like that sure but this is like a lot more like i feel like just a guys that like heavy music and are trying to like do some, some something with it and uh like i said it's not super difficult music to play on the guitar but they're fast and it like also when i was getting going into metal and stuff like it made me feel like i was playing something really heavy and like fun and more interesting than power chords because they're they kind of like i guess they're doing leads pretty much throughout as you've listened to the album they have like some kind of lead guitar going on even though it's not that complicated right it's just a little bit more interesting to do that sometimes so yeah um but like um, we all know Guns N' Roses is my favorite band, but this band pushed my guitar playing more in the beginning because Slash is a more intricate player. So I really couldn't play anything on his level at that age. So I was, yeah. <clears throat> so I was doing more of this stuff and it got me to play faster, my palm muting and all that stuff. And like I said, I'm, I'm working on the whole album right now and I've, I'm, uh, how far I'm, are you now? <clears throat> I'm still, I'm gone. Uh, in the intro song, I know how to play. Um, her voice resides, four words to choke upon, tears don't fall, but not the guitar solo yet, suffocating under words of sorrow, and hit the floor. Um, so I have about half of the album done, but I'm just going to work on that half right now and get it tight before I pick up a, another half of an album to work right. on. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Kirk, what'd Please. you think? Um, so I... Knew a couple of the songs. Obviously, Tears Don't Fall, I had known. And uh, let me get my notes here. Um, and then Room 409, I also was familiar with. I didn't even know it was on this album. It's though. a good song. So, yeah. Yeah, that one's fucking awesome. Um, so if I were to rate them, like when I first listened to the album, because obviously they had like the few other songs on the live yeah. version, um, which Your Betrayal was actually sick. I like that song. That's their um, biggest hit. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um so Tears Don't Fall, like I have this thing sometimes where if I listen to a song like back when I was like first getting into metal and shit, like kind of like high school like days or whatnot, a lot of times I'll listen to something and I'll listen to it again now and I won't like it because I'm like, oh my God, whatever. And I was wondering if that was gonna happen. But it's actually still a good song. I really like that one. Um just because it's yeah fucking like really catchy and just like yeah. um i'll say that like overall i like this album but the only thing i didn't really like is the lyrics because i'm just not really into like the sappy stuff and it probably didn't help going from like maynard to this because yeah. like i had just gotten hit it's with definitely like also a big <laughs> part of the time because i think this album we said is like 2007 yeah like metal was like the emo thing at that point yeah, and that's kind of what i yeah. like that's that's the feeling i get is like i feel like i'm in hot topic yeah definitely for yeah. sure so and, yeah and i don't i'm not like a totally fan what they are yeah but instrumentally like i like all of it even like you said you know it's not like you know crazy like technical or anything but it's just really catchy and like yeah and well done fun. yeah um but so yeah i like tears don't fall it was 2006 um, 2006 yeah so it was real like that was the yeah. thing like even Avenged sevenfold at that time was like wearing oh. makeup and like painting their nails yeah <laughs> uh and then uh which song did you send to the live, the live video hand of, of blood, hand well, of blood. A, it was just their music Dude. video but yeah so that one I had also nostalgia with. I had known that song, but I had no idea who it was by or whatnot because it's in Need for Speed Most Wanted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I heard that song. And then I went down and read the comments and people were like doing little quotes from the game. They're like, 
you know, black Porsche on the move or whatever, you know, whatever the fuck the police would call out. And like, I was like, ah, dude, I fuck love that yeah. game too, dude. Um, that game dude, was great. That dude, yeah, that game was great. So a little bit of nostalgia there. But um, anyway, so I had known that song as well. But Tears Don't Fall, I still really liked. I still liked um that song as well that we just talked well, about. No. Yeah. Or no, no, the one we, the live one you said. Oh, your Hand betrayal. of Blood. Oh, Hand of Blood. Hand, Hand of Blood. Blood. There Hand we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that one. Again, nostalgia. But Room 409 is probably my favorite off the album for sure like like definitely my favorite um again not necessarily lyrically uh but spit it out was pretty good and i know you said like listen to the screams a little yeah, bit yeah they have that you in the whole album there's like that guy has like a more whiny yeah like, his are really like high up so the way to kind of like get there is to really like drive your sound up and more like in your nasal yeah that's kind of what it sounds more like so i just always thought like it was just like more like what his voice is anyway it's probably part of it but like he sounds really interesting compared to other screamers in at least this genre that i usually hear just because it has more of like an accent type thing i will say i prefer their backups vocalists um their backup screamer or their main screamer like the live one Yeah. yeah I like his sound. Yeah, he's more, really solid. But... That's part of the reason I gave you the live one, just because like I thought he's their new bass player now. Because okay. the the other screaming on this album was their original bass player, but now he's gone. So then they have the new bass player doing all those screams. So that's what I heard in the live video. in the live version. Okay. And yeah, and that's why I told you I thought that they did a really good job of like dividing up the screams to not overwork the singer on the screams. Yeah, it's definitely lot. smart. Like for sure, I'm not like. The hit the screamer style of scream, I'm not like the biggest part of because like one thing he does is he adds more of his like a little bit more of his voice to it, which in general people are like when you scream, like don't have your voice. But obviously you can do it if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And but for some reason, like that one is up in the air for me. Like some people can sound kind of good when they add a little bit of their voice. Sometimes I don't prefer it. But for his, I'm like, you know, whatever. But yeah, the backup vocalist, I really liked live. Um and then, yeah, your betrayal, I would say, is tied probably with Room 409 as my favorite song, even though, but that's technically not on the album. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't like the album version or the live version of the album as much as I did the album version. It had it sounded like I mean it's less produced. Well, not that sure. it's less produced, but like just the tonality live sounded brighter, which I wasn't really like a fan oh, of. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so overall, yeah, I definitely I like I definitely liked it. Um again, I heard a few songs here and there. Uh I just wasn't like a huge fan of the lyrics because it just kind of like to me is like some guy who just won't get over his girlfriend breaking up with him. Yeah, kind of and thing. I mean and it's and like, a lot of that goes into the whole fact that I you know I don't usually pay attention to lyrics at all. Yeah, so that totally <laughs> makes sense. Like like I would like I would really like this album if there was like an instrumental version. I would totally fucking like jam yeah. out to it you know what i mean yeah it's just totally. fun like jam you should check out then fever um there's a little like there's still some of this those lyrics on it but like that's the album with your betrayal on it and it's the, okay. also their most popular album i didn't know what i was gonna ask i didn't know if your betrayal was like um a single or not like i typed it in but it came up as a single on spotify oh no it's the first track on fever on fever okay um yeah that one i liked like again yeah he i has- also don't like the whispering stuff though he does do that in your betrayal like the the whisper oh, and really? like you don't like it avenge sevenfold does the whisper too and i i'm not like a huge fan of it when they do it like mm. uh welcome to the family at the very end yeah like i like the end of that song it's sick as fuck but like i don't like the whispering to it 
Gotcha. Yeah, anyway. on Fever, like they got that song Your Betrayal, and then the next song is like about going to a strip club. <laughs> and then the, the next song is about um helping a friend fight addiction. So okay. like there's not like there's still and then there's another song about I think uh somebody committing suicide. But like again, that's some of that, some of yeah. that sappy thing. But so there's some of it, but some of it not. But that album was um the last album I liked by them. Okay, it's, yeah. I'll probably give that a go. I will say one thing I forgot to mention is Lyrically, though, I like the song kind of 10 years today because it was different. Yeah, I love that song. So it was one. like, I was like, okay, okay, like sad, 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 sad. sad. And then oh, another uh, sad one, but different sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is actually, yeah, I could, you know, I can maybe like relate to this almost more so. Yeah. But um, so that one I like lyrically because it was different. But yeah, overall, like I definitely enjoyed it. Cool. And I've seen them live before, like I had said, but it was 2015, probably. So not in their prime. Yeah. Not at all. Um, and yeah. They'd just gone on after Motionless and White, so that probably also kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Emotionless White sucks. <laughs> but cool. Yeah, right. so I enjoyed it. Jeremy. I have a lot. That's fine. That's why I let Kurt go first. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this of of calling of calling it absolute shit. That's fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um oh, okay. this thing was fucking delicious for my eardrums. Oh, like really? I loved okay. I listened to the album six times. Oh, one shit. time, including the live album. And then four days ago, tried to buy it on vinyl and couldn't fucking find it because it's no longer wow. in, in print and then got pissed because I couldn't <laughs> wow. find it. Um, so so that's the first one that anybody has um, uh, done on this podcast yet where I liked it enough where I was like, I want a pressing of this so that's I cool. can listen to it. I did find it. You can find it on eBay, but I'm it's sure. an older pressing because they're not re-releasing them anytime soon. So hopefully they will. But that was like three hundred dollars, and uh, I was like, I'm not fucking yeah. paying that. Yeah. Fuck that. Like I would pay that for like Tools Anima, like an original oh, pressing yeah. of that or something like that, but not like Bullet for My Valentine. I would like, I, I was expecting to pay thirty bucks, twenty bucks, something, yeah, like, something that. like that. And, but so hopefully they'll come out with more pressings of it. But no, this was. Uh, this was fucking wonderful. I love oh, glad to hear that. Um, I loved it from the beginning all the way to the end. Um, there wasn't anything that literally like the end. that I that I didn't <laughs> like. Yeah, literally the end. Um they they were doing exactly what I enjoy about metal. I don't give a fuck if it's called metalcore. It's fuck you, it's metal. <laughs> like, um what I love about metal is there's that fence that bands play on. And they either have like too much fucking screaming or they go off in another direction. And a lot of times they just go whoop and just jump off of one side. And mm -hmm. if they jump on that screaming side for too long, I fucking turn it off. I can't, I just can't. It's just not <laughs> the way that I enjoy it. Like a lot of the bands that you listen to oh, that yeah. you love are going to be probably really fucking hard for me in the future because they go so far into like what you were talking about earlier at the podcast of just, all these different kinds of screams that you really respect. And for me, it's hard to listen to. So mm. they just kept dancing on that fence just perfectly. That's and I was I like totally them too. okay like with I that. Like I said earlier on the last podcast, like they're the band that entered me into screaming yeah, because so they have that good balance. So, and there was a couple times, especially like on, on spit it out um, where they spit were like, out, I think or spit you yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Like um, where they went too far and they were leaning on the other side of the fence. And I, they, they lost me for a little bit during that song, but the mo the rest of them were still like yeah. we're still fine. Um, it's funny how like like I guess I always listen to the albums the same way, anyways. Especially if you give us an album, or even if if someone gives us like a playlist, then I still listen to them in order. And then after I listen to them in order, then maybe I'll shuffle. Yeah, or something like that mm -hmm. later yeah, on. yeah, that's what I. Do. But you made it so clear. You're like, let's do the intro, 
And then you're like, listen to this one. I'm like, I get it. You want us to hear the soft into the heartbreak. It's just, like, I get it's it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like when I heard that, I was like, oh, well, yeah. And just the like, first time. That's just the first time. I think it's cool. Everything yeah. after um, that. Yeah, it's whatever. But I loved, yeah, everything was great. All the melody and the scales. Like it was the kind of, the kind of um, guitar work I love that helped me fall in love with bands like Killswitch Engage and, um, fucking bands like that. They reminded me a lot of a band that I'll probably end up um, putting on here at some point as my album, but uh, called silent civilian. Um, I really love them. Um, and they also reminded me a lot of like a Treyu. I, I was going to bring up Treyu up at some in, point. I in love their Atreyu. own way because um, a Treyu, the album, the curse, I fucking love that album. And that That's was my introduction album. into a Treyu. And I have that one on vinyl because I loved it so much. Um, Death grip on yesterday. It's pretty good. And I loved that one, but then they came out with lead sales and, and paper anchors. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like was they really lost radio me completely. Radio. Yeah. I yeah. love all of them. So, I love all their albums. It doesn't so matter when I was me. listening to that album, that's what reminded me of with like the screaming and then the clean and the way they're playing the guitars and the drum work. I was like, this reminds me a lot of a Treyu. And then like those, those like the curse and this album only came out like within a year and a half. Yeah, of each like, other. And, then, and again, so, that time period too, with like the sappy vocals about like sadness with the relationship. It's all right. Like, so that everything time. that Matthew Tuck was doing, all the rhythms, awesome. Um, everything that uh, Ma Matthew, our, our Michael Paget, Page, they just call him Page. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all of his solo shit was fucking awesome. Like every song evolved for me to where he impressed me a little bit more each time about like what he could do, mm -hmm. and then it made complete sense why you're like, I want to play this album from beginning to end. It's like, well, yeah, no fucking yeah, like because if you can do a lot of this shit, then. Mm -hmm. I would, yeah. It's like, not I, even I, like it's, it's, it's not even it's, that it's hard. It's a trophy that I would want to have for myself too. You say it's not, but I would for sit you. down <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> like there's no way I'd get through even the first song, yeah. or maybe I don't know. The first but, song's hard. It took me a little bit because it's so fast. Because um, all that beginning is all down. So <laughs> right. So yeah. So um, the, yeah. So I, I tried to buy it on vinyl because I was like, this is so fucking good. I really like this. And I don't know why I didn't look into the band further. But it's another one of those bands where I heard a couple singles and I was like, this is pretty good. And then just got fucking distracted with life or something yeah. and never went back to it. So um, yeah. So this was really awesome. Um, as far as um, uh, favorite songs, um, I already knew. Um, tears don't fall. I already knew two stars, tears don't fall, and I already knew um all, all these things. things. I hate revolve around yep. me. I already knew those, those two songs. Singles. Yep. Um, so those ones were already kind of a bias opinion because I liked yeah. them anyways. But I really love the poison. That one was just an awesome song. Um, four words to choke upon, and um, I was gonna, and, on, and her with, voice. What you say four? I was going to ask you what you thought about the Halloween intro on that song. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I always enjoy that type of shit. A little out there. You know? Yeah. I thought that was funny when the first yeah. time I heard it, I was like, that's, that's Halloween. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then for me, it's completely opposite. Like what I've heard it called, which I heard that that's what it's called when I was learning more about like a Treyu when they came out with the curse was they call the kind of, kind of, oh, excuse me, that lyric writing love gone wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's what that you're talking about, like the sorrow, sappy shit, stuff like that. Like that, I like that. Oh, okay. I'm mm -hmm. okay with it. Like I'm okay with people writing about shit as long as I can relate to it in some way. Mm -hmm. But if they're like fucking trees, murder, then I'm like, ah, he lost me. Like, <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah. So the love gone wrong thing was was totally fine with me, anyways. Um, upon doing further research into the band and trying to figure out like other shit, first of all, I jumped ahead and listened to Gravity. 
fucking hated that album. Yeah, I, I only made even... it like 20 or 30 yeah. seconds in each song and I just kept skipping it. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, he's right. Their new shit sucks. I can't do it. So <laughs> I just couldn't fucking like anything on that album, Gravity. I was like, nope, I'm never going yeah, back to exactly. this. Exactly. It's so heartbreaking, right? Because so, the first album is so good. Yeah, so that was awesome. And then, and then fucking Gravity was just fucking terrible for me. The only hard part for me about this too is it has nothing to do with um, Bullet For My Valentine as a whole. I just don't like listening to live albums, like period. Okay. So I listened to the live album and it was fine. I didn't have any problems with it, but just in general, the only time I listen to live albums or even have a copy of them is if they take the songs and change them. And I like that better than something else they've already done. Okay. So I do something yeah. like that, like that Pussifer, what is that you were saying? It's a documentary. Like it's not actually a documentary. It's a, it's just a live concert. They okay. just put shit in there that like make in you between. laugh. Yeah, okay. Um, I have that on vinyl, but the only reason I have that on vinyl is because some of the songs that are in there, he changes them to perform them live. And I like that better. Okay. That makes sense. So it's very rare that I listen to like live albums. So it was fine. Like, you know, it was good. Um, the songs that were after like the, you know, after the original set, those were all good. Like I yeah. like those two. Didn't have any problem with those. Um, what else do I got here? My fucking notes. Um, <laughs> oh, right. So when I was looking into some of their shit, I found a couple of their songs of the band they were before they changed their name to Bullet for my Valentine. Something. Yeah, John. Uh, um, I've got it on here. It's um, uh, Jeff John, killed John. Jeff killed John. That's yeah. right. So I was looking into a couple of those songs, and they're really badly recorded, so you can't hear a whole lot of them really well. But even then, you could at least see like the direction that they were going. That was kind of cool. The and these guys can't too. hold on to a fucking bassist if their lives depended on it. When I looked into that too, I was like, fuck, they're, they lost a bassist like every year and a half. <laughs> like, Originally. Because yeah. they had Jay for their three albums. Right. And then, and then it's because it shows that like during the time they've been together, they've gone through three to four bassists. Mm -hmm. That's like, okay. I mean, so is Metallica. It's like, what the fuck's going on <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, so then if you really like this album, then definitely check out Scream Aim Fire and Fever. You'll like those too. Okay. Everything after that, Venom is sometimes okay, but it's still disappointing. And Temper Temper, don't touch it. Just, just right. It's like Saint Anger. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just, don't, Anger. just don't go near it. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that you started off. Like I was thinking to myself while I was listening to it for like the fourth or fifth time, I was like, I'm really glad you don't like everything by them. Because if you would have just chose the wrong album, I would have never gone back and listened yeah. to this band ever again. Yeah. And it would have been a loss, which would have been really sucked. So I'm glad that you at least picked the one that I would probably like. And then I, then it was fine. Cause yeah, it was been terrible. The only other thing that I put on about this album, just in general, is I'm still kind of waiting for you to wow me. Like I listened to bullet for my Valentine and I was like, of course he likes this. Of course. Like <laughs> this is, yeah, this is great guitar work, <laughs> fucking great band. They're super tight. Like, of course I, I'm still waiting for that. Like, fucking out there that line drive out of like out of left field there's not there isn't any that that I'm where, you're, where, where you're just any. gonna hand me one and i'm gonna go i didn't fucking know you listen to this shit oh there isn't okay. i'm sorry there's nothing that interesting so about I, me <laughs> okay so you're just gonna it's well i'm gonna, gonna be... try and go around it like i mostly listen to rock music i like i don't know i i usually can't stand pop i mean the only other thing i could do is no i mean it, it can be rock music well, yeah. i'm just waiting for something that you might listen to or that you enjoy that I'll be like, I didn't. Okay. Like I, like you already know from the conversations that you and I have had that there's sometimes that I'm going to throw shit on here that you guys are going to be like, Jesus Christ, you listen to this. Yeah. And I'm gonna go, Isn't it fun? 
And like, and so like, you already know that's going to come for me because yeah. my music tastes yeah. just go fucking all Everywhere. over the place from being an old man. I'm still waiting to get heavy, honestly. <laughs> but to get heavy from me? No, no to get heavy for me. Oh, I oh, it was light. Remember? Oh, that's yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, you can do whatever you want. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, that's all I got to say. So yeah, it was, it, that was, that was my, my favorite album that we've done yet so far, as far as that, like you guys had recommended. So nice. that, that, cause at first it was, um, um, fucking god damn it the, the last one that you recommend oh, caravan palace um, yeah. caravan palace like so far like that was my favorite so far i was like oh mm-hmm. these guys are fucking awesome but then yeah so then as far as a metal side then this was cool too sweet so. yeah well yeah, definitely check out those other two albums and let me know what you think because i think you'll really fuck i think you'll really dig fever okay like that was that one's their most popular album like said so, like that was that was peak that was like the top of the where they could have been right and then they fell hard yeah temper, temper. and i i i don't even know if i'd be willing to even see them live like maybe but if they were gonna if they were like doing a like 10 year anniversary of like poison and they're gonna play a whole set like that, that then that yeah, would be really cool yeah. so i'm hoping that maybe for a 10 year anniversary because a lot of bands from the early 2000s have been releasing vinyls of their first or second albums for the 10 year anniversary did you see what papa roach did what did you see what papa roach did no they like went and just re-recorded all their singles really? of course they did yeah fuck them i can't stand that band i just thought Tear it was his life into pieces i hope it's his last resort <laughs> fuck that guy dude yeah fuck that. i just thought it was so funny i was so like of whiny. course you guys can't write anything good so you're just kidding there there was one game that i kind of liked only because it was an mx versus atv unleashed but getting away with murder was yeah. the only one song that i was like yeah, i was young enough okay. to not understand why it was bad yeah and then, <laughs> but yeah now when i listen to papa roach i'm like oh yeah i remember being in high school and it was the senior year of high school and i remember a lot of the friends i hung out with at the high school. Cause there was like a smoker's corner. Yeah. And that was back when teachers were okay. Like just get off the fucking property and go over here. And all you fucking weirdo metal heads and shit can go smoke your cigarettes. And then you can come back and come to class. So we go down there and smoke and that fucking song came out. And so many of them are blasting out of their cars. And I was like, I don't like, I even right there. And then in 1999, I was like, I don't fucking get this at all. Yeah. So yeah. Fuck Papa Roach. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, well, regardless, I'm super glad you really liked it. Yeah, like I said, I the, was really the, curious. The only disappointing think. thing was I couldn't find the vinyl of it. That pissed me off because I wanted so bad to be like, <laughs> like and like because I was I was fucking ready to like Amazon Prime it for two days and like get it here and then pull it out of my backpack and like fucking buy the shit on vinyl, bitch. But like I couldn't fucking couldn't do just that. Three hundred. I, I didn't want to justify three hundred dollars for it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it was good. I'm glad. Yeah, like I said that was the first rock show I ever saw. Was that band and yeah or if uh if they were coming and i looked up some of their set lists and it looks like they were playing mostly some of their old shit then i would go mm-hmm. um because it'd be fun to watch them play some of that stuff live because i really again, enjoyed though, it's also work. a little like sad though because like the only people are the guitar players yeah like, and so even then, then like i said they dance on that fence just fine so, oh, screaming almost a little too much for me but Inter- i find that interesting because i feel like like kill switch screams a lot more than them it depends on what album you listen to though true like with howard jones there's much less screaming and much more of that operatic like Thank high shit where Jesse or, or uh, yeah, Jesse Leach is more of the, you know, screaming and yelling and all that other shit. So, and same thing with kill switch. Like I like them, but what distracts me a lot from Jesse constantly screaming is like Adam's guitar work. 
and stuff like that, which is the same thing happened in, in with Bullet for My Valentine is I, I like the song would end and I would be like, ah, oh, that was a lot of screaming. And then the next song would kick in, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> and I just started like bobbing my head again. And so they were like, they were distracting me from getting bored. So yeah, that was, one of the like, most fine. fun riffs, it's not even that hard, is um the beginning of Suffocating Under Words of Sorrow. Right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Kirk, Kirk it's you're your up next. turn. Dude. What are we doing? I just want to say I had fucking so many like albums of mine for some reason this week. Like every week I've, I've not had a hard time deciding one. But like, goddamn, have I have I, so many albums planned? <laughs> yeah, I know. I just like, oh my god, I need yeah, to we've do, got first, so much time. Like, I know. I was like, well, it's funny too because I was like, almost, I was like, man, I wonder if I'm like gonna have trouble find. No, no, I'm not gonna have trouble. I eventually like, will. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, I just keep in the new shit. So originally, I was, th- I will probably do this. Um, I don't think I'll do it this week, but originally, because I don't know if it's all on Spotify yet. I have to double check. But I was gonna do System of a Down. But probably all the songs no one's heard. So like, I don't know. They <laughs> not have like a BYOB, sec- not yeah, toxicity. Like it's a it it's kind of like a secret album. Like they have one where they're like on a rap album. They have like a song called like Johnny that is probably one of their more popular ones. Where it's like, hello, my name is Johnny. And then there's like another one that's a fuck. I forgot the name of the song, but it's like a Zelda cover. Um, it's like one of the popular ones. I Something know, forest. Is, is the name of the song god damn it i can't think of it but that one's pretty funny um but yeah so i was gonna do all system of a down but just fucking weird ass songs that no one's ever heard but i'm gonna save that because i don't know if it's all on spotify and i'm gonna go with pagan terrorism tactics by acid bath Jesus. so this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be just the name alone i was like hey. <laughs> Like the bullet was borderline too much screaming. Right. So acid bath. Right. Oh shit. This <laughs> is gonna be pretty light, actually. Compared to Shadow Intent. This, is, this isn't this isn't like metal. Really. Yeah, compared to Shadow Intent. Or? No, this like this isn't really like it technically it's sludge metal, but it's not really metal. It's mainly all cleans and oh okay. so if there's yeah, not really many screams or whatnot. Um and and also like if you can't find all the songs you're looking for on Spotify, like you can build a playlist on YouTube and then yeah. just send us that. Yeah, I just was. I mean, we can't listen to easy, it as but... well. We'll have to have our phone like you know, no, mine's like, all set up for it, open. But oh, you yeah. got that YouTube red? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I haven't yeah. done that yet. I haven't Dude, done that I either. We'll but... pull something up on YouTube on our TV, and then we'll get a commercial. I'm like, fuck, I forgot that they do this bullshit. Right. <laughs> Dude, and it's gotten real now because they'll have double ad commercials, yeah, and yeah. you're like, fuck. Yeah, that's but... part of the reason I pay for it. It was like five bucks when I started. I so why like, this sure. album? So this album is mainly because Jer, my roommate, is pushing for it super fucking hard. Honestly, fuck like, him. To be on He's the not podcast. on this fucking podcast. No, the re- I like acid you hear bath me, a Jer? lot. You get your fucking ass down here <laughs> and fucking request it yourself. He's putting in the hard work, pissing, so. sitting down. <laughs> fucking let him pick. It's the easiest work. You got to sit down. Anyway, but. So I do like Ashabeth, and I was lazy name for Jeremy. (laughs) I know, but I have to call him something, or I'll get confused. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so yeah, no, I like Acid Bath a lot, and their other album, uh, When the Kite Stream Pops, is uh, pretty good as well. The reason I'm going with uh, the um, Pagan Terrorism Tactics is because when the Kite Stream pops, the lyrics were pretty fucked up, but. 
So yeah, right up your alley. Yeah, right up my alley. But it's clean songs, most of it. There are so why screams was here Jer and there. Put like answer for him now. Why, dude? Why does he want this one so bad? So he, I'm I'm on the fence about like I think you might like it, Jeremy uh-huh. Liam. I think you might like it, but I don't know because it is kind of like weird and out there and like a little <laughs> fucked okay. up. Is he going to start listening to our podcast eventually once we have them up? Probably not. <laughs> Honestly, I can fuck? say whatever the fuck I want. He's not going to listen to it. Oh, really give a shit. God, I'm going to shit on this album just on just for <laughs> fucking purpose. <laughs> no, please don't, because I actually do like them. Just, 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 just so you can go home and be like, they made me cry. They, um, they said such horrible things. <laughs> nah, he probably wouldn't give a shit. But he doesn't really care about anything. He has problems. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> well, if he's listening to a band called Acid Bath, then yeah, they're um, so, I, we, I doubt he's driving around on mopeds with his buddies, intimidating people. Man, stop talking <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. But uh, yeah, so but they are good. Uh, yeah, hopefully you'll like them. But it's a, definitely like a lot more mellow. Um, don't worry, I'll get to the heavy shit soon. I just feel like I need to work Take my way up Take before you. Uh, Take your you know, time. Yeah, people fine. vomiting on an album. They need to warm you up first. Like, well, and, and maybe your next pick can be something a little heavier now that you've given us the whole growl intro. Yeah, and then we can I, also know a little bit more about what we're listening to. I can definitely, yeah, be able to like tell you what they're doing and what. Are we going to be able to understand the vocals on this one? Yeah, one hundred percent. That, like I said, there's some screams here and there, but it's pretty few and far. Because even with Gojira, you were like, you guys should be able to, and, and that was still a hard at times to like. Yeah, here's some of the enunciation. Partially, partially like how they were doing things with his voice, though. Too is that yeah, a skill yeah. set? Is that like, like some bands they can they can growl really well and they can do the clearly. scream the way they want to scream, but they can't enunciate the word well enough while doing that. That that's why I it think, comes out so distorted. I think it comes down really to like a stylistic like what what like so avenue they want to take. Honestly, yeah, because like not a lack of skill. I feel like when you start getting into more of the shit, like. There's some albums where I could put it on. You'll be like, what the fuck are those vocals even? Like, it literally just sounded like someone throwing up the whole time. But it's like, the way he's doing it is fucking super technical. And just people aren't going to understand that. But that's why I enjoy it. Right. But like, then that's where it has influences from like grind. Like grind's kind of like that. Like when you hear grind, it's like some of it's really lazy and just like like not not anything crazy but like there's some pretty technical shit as well you just kind of gotta know where to look which i feel like is you know a lot of all the genres of music pretty much it's like but um anyway yeah so we're gonna go with that hopefully you guys enjoy it um send us the lyrics yeah so i'll send that lyrics i don't know I have to check to see if there's any live videos, but there is such a fucking small band. Like before they just got put on Spotify, you couldn't find them anywhere. Like they weren't on Amazon. You couldn't buy anything. How long have they been around? Uh, That's actually a good question. I'm not sure. Actually, I never looked into it. I think it's like around 80s ish. What? Yeah. Like like or maybe very early 90s, like 91, 92. Damn, so, OK, so they've been out for a while. Yeah. And I think they might all be dead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they pretty sure well, they all like OD'd when you're taking on... baths and acid uh, I guess fair. yeah I'm pretty That's sure like happen. they fucking we'll all like OD okay so right. yeah they were active from 91 to 97 um and I'm 
pretty sure yeah oh, which so they only, fucking like all od so they so they stopped making albums after six years but that's because they, they started died. dying off uh yeah i'm pretty sure like like at least the singer fucking od'd on heroin and i'm pretty sure all of them might have od'd on heroin like most of the bands in the 90s did yeah yeah so jeez. but uh no they're they're like it's it's good that they're on Spotify because other than that you wouldn't be able to listen to them unless you like pirated it or something. That must have been like, just a move that was done by whatever company owns the rights to their music yeah, now or something like that or whatever. Yeah, put their catalog company. up. But yeah, hopefully enjoy. It. Definitely though, do also like look up the lyrics too. Like they're fucking weird and out there, but like they're yeah. also pretty. Like you can really interpret them, which I like because like obviously with like Bullet for Your Valentine, like it's pretty straightforward what he's saying. Like, right, it's a little yeah. bit here right. and there, but. Like, I like it when you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, you can be talking about this. You can be talking about, I I don't know. I like, it's more like thought provoking. My next pick, when it gets to it. um, Don't reveal it. I'm not going to tell you, but it'll be like that. Okay. I'll I'll enjoy that. Dude, there's one band, which I'll throw out. That's all acoustic. Um, And I don't like acoustic shit, by the way. I fucking hate it. Like the single. Okay, that's an exception. <laughs> all right, that's an exception. But like the single on the album for Bullet from Valentine, like the uh, Tears Don't Fall cover, or not or the one you sent actually it was the girl. Oh, the, the cover girl. you like, like. Oh yeah, did I you even look at that? Yeah, I did. I was yeah. I just threw it on while I was driving. Like it's whatever. I just don't like the sound of acoustic guitar. But this one's like acoustic. But like you listen to lyrics and you're like, I have no fucking clue what he's talking about. Honestly, this is weird as shit. Almost like how sometimes Maynard could be. Right. But okay. yeah, you're going to really like that the one I get. Yeah. Yeah. I'm later. down. <laughs> cool. But, so then, to end things, how's it feel to no longer be a Mormon? Uh, well, I because all of our listeners know as we ended the podcast and oh, then yeah. after we ended the podcast, we went and helped you sign your papers. It sounds really good. Like I'm still not officially off because like they probably haven't probably received yeah, my t- papers. It takes some time yeah. to process it and shit. Um, but it feels good. Like part of me is really bummed because I had this weird fantasy, not ever saying it was going to happen, but it'd be really cool to get famous and then have to get excommunicated by the church. That'd be dope as fuck. That honestly. Was, yeah. That's been <laughs> like, like a fucking purple heart. Yeah. Pretty much, like <laughs> that sounds awesome. And so, metal and metal. Not, yeah. Metal as fuck. No offense to anybody out there who's earned a purple heart, like actually being in war, but I mean, yeah, no dude, for real though. Like, so that's that's like almost like a weird fantasy, which is definitely unrealistic. But now that won't happen. So I'm actually really kind of sad about that, but it feels fucking fantastic. I love like telling people that I'll just bring it up randomly in conversation too. I'll just yeah. be like talking to someone be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, anyway, and I left our religion. So they stopped tracking you and they're like, what? And then I get into it and just like throw them off, throw them for a <laughs> loop a little quick. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's well, pretty right. fun. Praise the dark Lord. Yeah, dude. Embrace the hate. Rape the weak. No. Hail Satan. No. Oh, Jesus. No, no, it's embrace the hate, inspire the violence, rape the weak, hail Satan. Let's not rape anyone. Who says rape the weak? That was the first ever text I got from my... No, no, no. When I was... When I started working at the vape shop, the first ever text I got from my manager was that. What the fuck? To give me his number. Oh... (laughs) I, I feel like, like, I feel like right. he should be a part of like a, <laughs> yeah. like a registered sex offender yeah, or something. No, no rape. Uh, <laughs> rape the week. Uh, no. I'm leaving. World domination. <laughs> Fine. World domination. Fine. Just, just, just don't rape. No need, don't there's rape. no need for rape. Please. Yep. I know no you're a boy scout, but yeah, right, yeah. Guys. I can joke about rape. <laughs> I was a boy scout. <laughs> just make sure it's male on male rape. So let's, just, uh, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's oh, yeah. keep it in context of the boy scouts here. <laughs> Soil their good name. Oh God. All right.
All I right, used to guys. cheers that before taking shots. You remember that? No. The voice <laughs> goes. Oh, wait, you don't take shots. Nope. <laughs> no. All right, guys. I think we're good, right? Is yeah. that it? Yep. yep, we're good. All right, guys. Thanks again. Uh, been another episode of uh, Two Sticks and a Stone. We'll see you next week. I'm Jeremy Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn. I'm Kirk Felder. Please don't rape the week. Please leave the week alone. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.